G'day and welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Fence podcast. And no, you don't, do you get an intro? I don't know if you get an intro anymore. It's just nope. <laughs> Tim Ray, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> don't even get the how are you? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, Thank how you, are everybody, you? and goodbye. <laughs> how are you? I'm fine. Well, I'm good too. Thanks for asking. No worries. <laughs> uh, what, 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 Tim? No, go, go on. What episode are we up to now? Ten? When are you raising the bat? Are you raising the bat yet? I mean, I would be raising the bat far more often if you would talk about stuff like Australia winning the Darts World Cup. Um, <laughs> probably be back for F1 soon anyway, so that's fine. Yes, yeah, so, well, you're just my on-call for most things NBA and all things Formula One. Which is ironic considering I've drastically taken a step back from the NBA. <laughs> I didn't even know who the fourth pick in the draft was. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't admit that. No, that no, well, big fan. Uh, you know, I've seen <laughs> a lot of big fan of big fan of Hang on, I got the name here somewhere. Murray Keegan. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like an economics lecturer at Macquarie University. <laughs> Very specific <laughs> reference. <laughs> um well, thankfully we're not here to talk about the draft because mercifully that podcast would last about five minutes with you. Did you talk about the draft with somebody? No. Uh, no, it's in the it's in the framework, as in I've been too lazy to organise it. Oh, okay, so it's not happening or it is happening? Uh, it'll happen at some point. Oh, okay. Well, the Pistons went all right. Yeah. <laughs> this is casual, what, 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 casual, what? casual office chat, like that one bloke who sort of likes the NBA. <laughs> hey, hey, man, those Pistons, eh? They went all right. Yeah. How about them Stodens? <laughs> you, you, you've become the person you hate. Yeah, I know. It's really bad. Well, that's why I just that's why I don't bring up the NBA at work. <laughs> Oh, you like basketball too? I like basketball. I've also you should, watched you like leave Mike. it at that. I've also... <laughs> Have you seen Like Mike 2? No. Is Like Mike 2 direct to DVD? <laughs> I think so. It, I haven't seen it, but I, as soon as I found out it was like a different storyline entirely, like Goal 3, I was out. Is, and you're going to have to bear with me here, is Little Bow Wow in Like Mike 2? I wouldn't say they brought him back, surely not. Well, no, that's why I didn't watch it, because I'm pretty uh, sure... Okay. Yeah, like I said, you're familiar with the Goal Trilogy, right? Yeah, so isn't... Which one's Goal 3? Is that the, the world, international it's one? It's the, the World Cup one with the, yeah. that follows the English guys. So is... What's number two? Real Madrid. Real Madrid. And then one is... Isn't one Real Madrid as well? No, one's Newcastle. Ah, yes, yes. I think I've seen bits of one and bits of two. Great movie. No, um, Like Mike 2 stars someone I've never heard of. Oh, well, I assume it's direct to DVD. It would be the equivalent of like straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, probably. Yeah, direct to video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, direct to Betamax. It stars Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel. That's one name I've heard of in this entire. Sorry, I'm, I'm now stuck looking at Gold Two. Are <laughs> <laughs> there even any former like actual NBA players in here? I'd like Mike too. Yeah, no, I don't think there are any as themselves. There's like Drake's they did, they did a... really well for like Mike One. They obviously got a deal. Yeah, they're like, oh shit. <laughs> I've just gone silent as we scanned the Wikipedia. <laughs> Mark Cuban's in it. Yeah, as the as the, sorry, Drax is in there as himself. Oh yeah. yes, missed him. But that's it. And then yeah, I don't I know. Went... Oh, yes. I was, sorry, I was looking at the, I assume you're on the same page. I was scanning the cast list and then I looked immediately down to the next section that it's an NBA player cameos. Yeah, one. <laughs> anyway, 
free free agency. That's what we're here for. You know, I think we can talk about that on a somewhat deep level without sounding too casual. Um, has it? It hasn't always been like July thirty though. That threw me. Yeah, I, well, we spoke about this midweek. Um, <laughs> like I say, this like uh, people listening would be able to see this um, yeah, on, our, on our live stream. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it always seems to be a bit different because I thought it was going to be Saturday and it ended up being Friday. So then I missed a lot of it. Um, and then, geez, trying to catch up with it is like the hardest thing to. <laughs> it's it's so much easier to just sit there and roll with the the deals. But yeah, because yeah, <laughs> you, in, you inevitably miss like the little random stuff that doesn't get um, Woj or Sham's attention. Yeah. Like if you're, if we're talking like a, um, I can't even, th- <laughs> I can't even think of like a, a lower tier newsbreaker anymore, but those ones. Haynes. I'd still, Haynes has got big time. Yeah, I guess. It used to be Haynes would do like sort of waiver wire type stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe like an Alex Kennedy. Does he still work? <laughs> I assume he still. Yes, he does still work. But I don't, couldn't <laughs> tell you what for or who for. Yeah, he um, does. Basketballnews.com. Oh, that just sounds generic. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Um, yeah, I wasn't entirely sure when it was started. It came up quick. Same as woke up this morning and summer league was already on. That's like the weird, like not really. I know league. it's like the early, like the what used to be. Wait, is it Orlando? No, it's like you know how Utah had a summer league. Yeah, I think it's like that, but it's like I think it's called the California Invitational. I didn't think. I thought there was a rule. This is very niche now, but I thought there was a thing that the NBA made a big deal about it a couple of years ago that they were going to get rid of the peripheral summer leagues and just have Vegas. Yeah, I think that was mainly with Orlando though, because. I'm pretty sure because there was Orlando, Utah, and Vegas. The Utah yeah. Summer League had like four teams in it. Yeah. The uh, the Orlando one had like ten or so, and then yeah, Vegas. the Orlando was at least like a substantial one. Yeah, but then Vegas had like twenty, twenty-two or so. I think the deal, the thing, the issue was that not all the teams that went to Orlando went to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Detroit never went to Vegas until they binned the Orlando one. Um. Whereas the teams that went to Utah would also go to Vegas. Well, that's before they sort of got the idea to have like the Vegas tournament. Orlando was the main one. Like if you go back and look at like the first time big stars had played, like LeBron was Orlando, right? Derek yeah. Rose. Yeah. So I think Orlando was like the main one originally. And then it yeah. sort of, they sort of figured out the Vegas thing, um, which works better anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you want to approach this? I, I haven't got notes. I'm just going to free roll this. You've got notes. So. Well, you can, you can free roll it. I feel like we, well, before we get to the actual, the big starting point, I wanted a smaller starting point. I find it hilarious that, you know, or two things. Uh, a, that DeAndre Jordan was the second free agent announced at like 6 p.m. on the dot or whatever the time the free agency opened. Yeah. Um, But but then you go further forward and you read how Miami made a concerted effort to go to Udonis Haslam to present him with a pitch to return for his, what, what season's he up to? 20 something? Isn't he the same as LeBron? 
yeah there, thereabouts yeah thereabouts yeah but like <laughs> but they had to make oh, sure to get that deal done because they knew denver was sniffing around for an aging center they, they were they're really worried about him leaving <laughs> um yeah that's see that's i think i missed the deandre jordan one that's nuggets right maybe yeah, i heard about it and yeah, it was just, just such a, a, a one year such like an i guess an irrelevant deal um yeah one yeah. one year uh, why isn't this sort of chronologically bloody hell one year yeah 2.9 so i assume that's vetmin with denver it's, it's incredible he's up to that already but i suppose it's it happens quickly he is quite old yeah i know um but i'm just like you look back maybe like three four years yeah actually maybe it's longer than i don't yeah well griffin joined the pistons in 2018 that so it's probably around of, that same timeline. Yeah, that was sort of it. Deontre Jordan responsible for the Nets' downfall as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Him solely existing and being wanted completely tore the franchise apart. <laughs> um, now, we'll start with, the, I think, the big story of free agency, and that's Jalen Brunson, right? Yeah, I... I I guess Durant really isn't free agency, but it's sort of under, no, well, just underpins everything. What, despite what local Australian media will have you believe, Durant is not a free agent. Yeah. Um, um, did you read that? Did you see that? I didn't, but I imagine it's much along this along the lines of. Um, <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but they said to Carmelo Anthony, "Oh, you're a star, mate." It's like I flew twenty hours to be here. Do you want to give me a, a soundbite? And he just said no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. No, but um, oh, yeah. basically it said uh, free agency. I forget. I don't know who who wrote it. Um, well, I just saw a screenshot from Olgan, like Australian media. Is this the best we can do? But it was like, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, free the agency. Best we can do because he left. He's he's solely <laughs> responsible. He should be taking some blame here. <laughs> uh, free agency was thrown on its head. You know, Durant opting out of the last four years of his deal and is now a free agent. Like what? No. Yeah. <laughs> What even what side is that? I'm looking at it now. Um, but actually, and it probably brings up a point. There's like this is a different free agency in in the sense that like deals themselves of players who have already signed are like underpinning everything and are arguably more important than the because the free agent class with respect isn't probably one of the strongest. No, but the players touted to be trader like you know linchpins of the league. <laughs> Um, yeah, Durant, Kyrie, Russ. Yeah, it seems like those will, and it's I guess because of the the tier of team that we're dealing with. Um, All disappointments. Yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. It is funny. But Brunson, we're gonna we'll at least talk about Brunson and then. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's it, right? Like the fact that this free agency class isn't that strong. That like the biggest name is a former second round pick. I know it's a very obvious point to make, but it's insane that like Brunson would have got like 50 before the playoffs and now he's like doubled that. Oh yeah. But I, I, I don't want to talk about the actual value, so to speak. Um, there's two angles of this. A, like it, how, like how much the Knicks gave up to be able to, to get him. Like they were just dumping everything they could. Yeah. But also like the tampering angle, like, because Obviously, Brunson's dad, Rick, is an assistant coach in the Knicks, right? Yeah. But also, uh, Brunson's agent is the son of the Knicks uh, president. 
So that's a weird thing as well. It's like, does that mean that he was going to give him a discount? Does that mean they were going to have to pay him more if those ties didn't exist? Well, what's what's his max? It'd be like 30 a year. Jeez, I don't know. I'm lost on the maxes now. <laughs> does that, I, don't, gone I, don't, up? I don't know if it affects it because he's a second rounder. I don't, I'm not sure it does. Doesn't that second rounder frees you up mostly? No, because, because you're out, you're outside of that. You don't get stuck in the rookie scales, isn't it? Yeah, but also, well, I think the main benefit was he was an unrestricted. Yeah, like he didn't have the qualifying offer. Also, just quietly, that's that's very good control from the Mavs. I think don't not like not chasing that. No, like I know, like there's if he'd been a restricted, maybe it'd be a bit different. Then they could have got like poison pilled and felt like they needed to match it. But like Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Oh well, that was a that that was an arenas. Wasn't that an arena steal? Sorry. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Where yeah. you start at like extra it, this is extremely niche. There, there is inside NBA that there is inside NBA. <laughs> where, where you go like six six and then 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't the only one. There was someone else wasn't there that had that. Or is it Clarkson? Yeah. I can't remember. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Give it a arenas provision. But there's only been a handful. Oh yeah, no, it's very rare. Um, I wonder, can you still do it? I don't know. I assume so. Unless it was taken out of the CBA. Great. This is great radio. Well, yeah, Tyler Johnson's the, the example because he signed yeah. a four-year $50 million. But it was, yeah, 5.6, 5.8, then 19, 19. It's a really odd rule and it probably shouldn't exist. Just, yeah, because it's so, you essentially skirt luxury tax for the first two years and then you get the opportunity to trade them yeah. for a higher cap hit. So the, what I'm reading about the arenas provision, this is written before last offseason and it's talking about players that are eligible for it. So yes, you can still do it. But nothing's yeah. changed in a year, obviously. Uh, so who, wait... I think it's a really bad deal to give out. That's probably why it oh, doesn't yeah. happen. Um, a handful of intriguing RFAs to be, including Duncan Robinson, Devontae Graham, and Gary Trent Jr. Um, were, were former second round or undrafted um, free agents. They'll all have three years of NBA experience. Oh, so the arena's rules won't apply to them. <laughs> I didn't keep <laughs> reading. But I think that's the... What is it? Is it less than three years then? It must be less than three years. Yeah, it's first and second year players who reach free agency. Yeah. So if like, would Jalen Smith be one of them then? I think he would be, right? Because he's he, two years. Or is, he, or is he a third? No, he's two years in the league. Because he didn't get offered his options because he was a free agent. So you can be a first round pick and happen. You can. It's just obviously rare, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the arenas provision generally applies to second rounders. But then it uh, would be the question of why you're giving Dallin Smith 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, not, he's not bad. He's on a decent deal now. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, like, it's like four. Four-ish. Two years. Yeah. 10 mil. Right, this, this is the granular NBA chat that people come here for. <laughs> Arenas provisions. My goodness. 
Anyway, Brunson, back to Brunson. It's such an odd tamper, like, because it's not tampering because it's family, but it is tampering, like, technically. Like, yeah. there's no, it's always but, like the thing, like, it's the classic joke, like, every year, it never gets old, like, timeless. Oh, wow, they got that deal done really quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. At the day. Well, that's the, obviously, um, a fan of one of the few teams that have ever been, quote unquote, caught <laughs> for, for tampering. <laughs> But um, no, well, that's what I was saying before. I'm not sure which way the tampering is, though. Is it positive or negative tampering? Is it for the team or, or like, is he giving them a discount because of those ties or are they paying him because of those ties? I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know. The Knicks we're talking about here. <laughs> uh, all, all I know about the Knicks is that that guy in the Bing Bong video who was like to KD, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? Vindicated. <laughs> I mean, they're still in with a shot. Not not really, but no, not really. Do do you like Brunson with Barrett, though? Because I know you're a huge RJ Barrett guy. Big Barrett guy. Um, I don't know. You're wary of these sorts of deals. Um, It's like, is Brunson a system player? It's like going to be the argument that follows him until... Yeah. Well, ironically, not a not a great system in Dallas. Um, no, true. But it's also like he could probably he could well he's probably going to better his production because he had a bit more freedom. Maybe you don't have one of the premier players in the league anymore. Um, well, uh, RJ Barrett. <clears throat> RJ, yeah, respectfully, a bit of a difference between RJ Barrett and Donkage. Um, so I did, yeah. Oh, I swear, is Evan Fournier there? If he, uh, yes, he is still there. He's, he's still there. He's still there. I, I forgot that Taj Gibson was in the league, which is insane because of the <laughs> amount of minutes that he played for the Knicks. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm saying, saying a lot with that, not saying much here, but um, <laughs> they have Reddish as well. I don't know what the why did they trade for Reddish if they weren't going to play him? He's really good. And is he really good though? I think he's really good. I think he can be, I think he can be good because I think there, there were rumors about him being included again because he's obviously just cheap and young. get him out of there if they're not going to play it's like Diallo and Pistons on the Pistons I bring it up every time you're not going to play and get rid of him I mean Diallo played a lot more than Reddish did no he did no and he had yeah but he had he had a really good spurt and then they just Dwayne 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 <laughs> Dwayne gonna Dwayne yeah yeah um but yeah, circling back to, I like how the conversation with Brunson inevitably never ends up with Brunson. It's just like, he's just sort of, yep, you know, decent. It's, I sort of, maybe the explosion was a little less, little less prolonged, I guess, but it would sort of be like if you gave Josh Hart this deal. That's how I sort of feel. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Hart, Hart's an odd one. Yeah. Just like can do a bit of everything, but at the same time, you would never pay him to do that. That's how I feel about Brunson, but he's a bit better. Yeah, but I mean, if I remember the narrative in the playoffs in that second round series, was it second round when um, Doncic was out? Was he out for the first? Maybe it was the first. Anyway, whenever Doncic was out, you know, that series, um, People go, oh, you know, Brunson's earning that $30 million contract from the Knicks or the Pistons or whoever was going to give it to him. Yeah. And Doncic came back and everyone's like, oh, he's losing all that money. Yeah. And then he's still got 
or there thereabouts. That's what, yeah, that's sort of opportunity things. I'd just be wary of it. Um, yeah, so I, I think don't know. The, I guess the, there's, a, there's a cap on is there's there's a I think there's a hard ceiling on Brunson. He's probably already pushed through it. So it's like, what are you what are you getting additionally for that money? Particularly from the Knicks as well. Again, they're just they're a rabble of guys. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so if you look at the moves the Knicks have made in the offseason trade-wise, they obviously dumped Kemba Walker's contract for a Milwaukee first rounder. Yeah. Um, I mean, not the, not the worst move, to be honest. Well, they also gave up the 13th pick in the draft for it. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> then, then they... <clears throat> well, not then. I'm just reading up the list here. They also got rid of a guaranteed rookie deal in Usman Dieng, the 11th pick, for a bunch of future firsts with, that are all protected. So theori- theoretically, they could end up with three first rounders, but the one of them is the Pistons first rounder next year, which is top 18 protected, which you, you'd imagine probably won't convey. Um, and then a Washington and Denver first rounder, both 14 protected that could. Denver, Denver will, you'd imagine. Um, Washington, don't know. Um, they also traded for before they traded the pick to the Pistons, Jalen Duran. They traded for that pick from Charlotte for a bunch of second rounders. Well, it's not really consequential to the space. Um, but then obviously also dumping. Let me read up the list here: uh, Nolan's Noel, Alec Burks, couple of picks, and then just pick six million dollars in cash considerations. Which everyone's like, "Oh, does that go into the cap space?" No. <laughs> Like it just goes straight into the pocket of Tom Gores, the Pistons owner. But yeah, they, they they did a lot of trading and a lot of dumping to be able to fit Brunson in. So effectively, it's... they've they've got rid of Walker's money, but fine. But then Noel and Burks, two very useful role players. Yeah, this is Burks sneaky good, useful. I think this is the thing with the Knicks is they've never they're annoyingly a little too good. I don't think they was. I mean, they were. Ter- they've been terrible forever, but like they haven't been bad enough. They've drafted when they've had a high pick. They've drafted well when they've been in that sort of Pistons range. They've done poorly. When you say Pistons range, you mean like eight? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> eight, nine, ten, seven. Sometimes, yeah. like that's when they ended up with like Knox and Toppins, at least an NBA player. But it's not. Well, um, I don't want to hear any bad mouthing of Kevin Knox right now. Oh, the piston. Yes. Well, obviously Frank as well. Like guys like sort of barely hanging on. Yeah. Whereas when they've drafted in the top five, Barrett, good. Porzingis obviously didn't work out for them, but still a good player. Yeah. They just haven't been as bad as they've needed to be. And now they're sort of stuck, right? Because it's like, I guess RJ Barrett's going to re-sign with them. It doesn't, I don't, I feel like, you probably narratively, he's probably not good enough of a player to get the momentum happening where the media is like, oh, RJ Barrett needs to leave. The Knicks are not doing him any any justice. <laughs> he's, he's not he's not quite that good, but it's there. Um so I guess he'll just take the it would take their money. Um yeah. But it like they haven't ideally you draft Barrett and then over the next two, three years, they could have they were a little too good that Randall, Randall season. Um, Going into last year's draft, yeah, yeah. Um, if they hit, if if they hit on Toppin, 
maybe but, not necessarily with him, but if they'd gotten a guy there, well, uh, then you started like wheels. Was 2020, wasn't he? NBA yeah. draft. Yes. Then you, your wheels turning, looking all right. I mean, hindsight's always easy. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Although, like, I'm although, although no, the, well, the current site with the Knicks is never good anyway. So. <laughs> well, the Knicks draft quickly 25th in that same draft. Yeah, decent. But I mean, the obvious one in that draft is Sadiq Bay, 19th. There's a few teams above him. That... Yeah, I think there's 18 other teams that would have taken him. <laughs> but no, 17. Minnesota, probably yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah probably. Oh, Charlotte as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. How, many, how many of that is? Is he the only? Has Edwards scored fifty? Surely. If not, yeah. he's been close. But like, is Bay the only guy that scored fifty? Trying to look at NBA draft picks career high. Oh, okay. career HGH. Yeah. That's. I don't want to read about their <laughs> drug programs. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, no, this doesn't help me. Yeah, the, the three highest draft picks of the Knicks last Wait, 20, 20 years. Surely start news will help me out here. Barrett, Paul Zingas, and Gallinari. Three good picks. Then, then they sort of they slide. Twenty twenty. I'm trying to figure out a stat news prompt that'll help me out here. Just I'd just be looking at Anthony Edwards' career high. I can't think of any I don't think Lamella has an ad fifty. Oh, Edward's career high is 49. Yeah. <laughs> so most likely Bay is the only person with a few. Well, Bay is also the only... Oh, no, that was last season, sorry. Um, yeah. Well, all-star of the class then. There yep. you go. I've lost my track. Of, oh, that's right. No, I wanted to move on to the other Knicks moves. I feel like it's probably easier to talk about them now. Yep. Re-signing Mitchell Robinson for four years, sixty million. Yeah. Is the first Nick that they've re-signed in like thirty years? Yeah, that's the, the first. The first Nick's. I don't know if it's a draft pick or set or first round or whatever he was. You you are the big. You were the biggest market in in the league. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't been able to re-sign a draft pick, but like, granted, haven't well, been decent. And RJ Barrett will be the next one. But well, we thought Paul Zingas would be that guy. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, Mitch Robinson. I mean, even, the if, first... even if it had been pausing, because it would have been 25 years. Yeah, true. Uh, Robinson becomes the first player drafted by the Knicks in the last 28 years to receive a second contract from the team. It's, it's not a bad deal either. I think it's decent for both. And then Fred Katz has written, Mitchell Robinson re-signing does not break the Charlie Ward curse since Robinson was a second rounder. It's up to RJ Barrett to end that thing. So I assume that's first rounders. Yeah. So Charlie Ward, I assume, is the last guy. Well, I've never heard of, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. First overall in 94. Sorry, 26 overall in 94, but first rounder. Um, 60 million for Robinson. I mean, they were always going to bring him back. They kind of had to. Yeah. Especially once they got like, rid of Noel. It, it's not... He's not incredibly, like outstanding Good. but it's fine it's fine i think he's, he's worth that money maybe you know i mean we're talking, 15... we're, we're talking plumly money here <laughs> well 15 million nowadays it's like yeah it's fine it's very tradable he's a, he's a player that could end up being in demand i can see it but it's also a player that you know i guess it can get sour 
pretty quickly. But like he's consistent, or <laughs> as much as you can be on that team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does he does the things he does well very consistently, but he's yeah quite volatile in other respects. Um, you know, I mean, I'd like to see him out of New York. And yeah. then what happens with that, right? Well, there were rumors the Pistons were going to chase him as well. Yeah. But a while ago now, not obviously didn't happen. Because um, I'm like, how he's not he's not that many degrees of separation away from like Gobert. That's the absolute top end of the scale. But like it's not it's not insane to see that sort of progression. Probably not now given how long he's been in the league, but like it wouldn't be insane to me if he got traded somewhere and then it's like, oh wow, this guy's really good. I'm clickbaiting that. Tim Mitchell <laughs> Robinson is the next Gobert. He <laughs> could be. Well, I mean, the way that people talk about Gobert, people I think that's the that's the other way. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, Rudy, Rudy Gobert is the next Gary Harris. The next Gary Harris. <laughs> <laughs> There's a niche reference. Um the other move the Knicks have made is signing Hartenstein to two years, 16 million. Wow. I didn't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... That was that was my Anthony Bennett wow. <laughs> Again, Hartenstein had a pretty good year in LA. He's useful. I don't know whether he's full MLE useful. I saw somewhere, what was it, that he had a higher... What was it? I don't remember. He had a higher field goal percentage and someone had like free throws. It was probably Robinson, to be honest, but... Um, again, this is all about rebuilding the depth, right? When you've dumped so many pieces to be able to get Brunson and they yeah. just fill it, filling it out with, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if Hartenstein's the, well, the, the guy. The thing who, is like, what is Hartenstein going to give you over 8 million? Can you get four guys on a minimum that do that, that are nearly as good as him? Probably. Maybe, maybe not if you're the Knicks, but nah. like, I think you can, by committee, you can sort of fill that out. Well, I think Hartenstein, like defensively, he's a decent rim protector. Nothing special, but does the job. Can, I don't know if he shoots threes. I think he like very rarely does, but he- I saw, I saw he shot 46% from three, but he only takes 0.4 a game. Yeah, I think so, that might've been- so I'm going to say no. Was, that might've been the stat I was referring <laughs> yeah. to. Um, but he's, I think he's quite a good passer. Like he, he can be that guy in the middle, huh. but again, with, with these sort of like marginal deals around the edges of your roster, around the edges of your rotation, I should say, you're really looking for that value, you know, like how you're going to exceed what you're paying them. And well, you're right. It's, it's, it's going to be hard for him to exceed $8 million worth of value. Why don't, it's not a deal you make on, I assume, was that today or yesterday? Uh, it's it's just part of the first wave, really. If you, if you wait long enough, you can find the value in the Fred because it's, the money runs out very quickly and then you're suddenly left with this pool of players and there's not enough money. I don't, yeah. I think it's, it's not ideal to like replicate one player by, it's not Moneyball, but Moneyball. It's not as straightforward as sort of baseball does that. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I think you can you multiple players event like there, there'll be somebody that gets the the BAE that you're like wow why didn't they do that instead of Hartenstein? Yeah, that that it seems like 
they just had had it to use. Yeah. And you know, this is how we're going to do it. Where do you want to move to next? I haven't really got a plan of attack here. Do you want to talk about the Bucks? Sure. Retooling for that championship run after a disappointing playoffs? But it's not. Middleton saves a lot of grace here. The fact that he wasn't healthy, right? So, like, we didn't get to see what would have happened. I think they probably would have beaten the Celtics. They might have won the title. I don't know. Um, I don't think you you weren't getting the Middleton from. I was watching highlights of Middleton from the championship year. I'm like, oh my, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Um, it seemed like every time they were down, he hit huge shots and dropped 40s. So I don't know if he was going to do that again, but like, they would have been favorites for the title, certainly if he was in the Celtics series and they probably would have got over the Celtics. Cause I mean, the Celtics themselves probably should have won the title. Were they two, one up with home court in the finals? Is that correct? Or is it just two, one up? Anyway, they probably should have won the t- that really good team. It would just quietly become a little bit better. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Bucks they're in that sort of phase you, you want them to be right. Year over year contention. Yeah. Um, yes. They, they were get- two, one up with home court. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Bucks get Pat opting in pretty good. Uh, Portis gets his deal that was undoubtedly well. That's what I wanted to agree to like a year before. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I wanted to bring up. Yeah, and the thing is, well, he's worth that. Man. Like he's still worth that. Eleven a year, or what is it? It's about 12, 13? 12 and a half. That's really good, considering that he's already won you a title once. Like you're just paying for extra at the moment. Um, they could not afford to lose him, but given decisions made. Did you see, like, immediately after it was announced he'd re-signed, he had the merch ready to go? Yeah, well, he knew it was happening. It oh, of course year. I'm saying. Of course he knew it was happening. It's so I, weird. I, I, right? I love, I though, that he's he's very much on the, on the merch train. Yeah, because, like, you have the Bifocals Bobby shirt, obviously, but also the four more years. <laughs> like, what, what, are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> That's how they got such a discount. He figured he could sell the extra. What's he probably open market? What would the Knicks pay him? 18 a year? Actually, the Knicks probably wouldn't pay. Well, they had it. Uh, already, so nothing. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's probably, what would the Kings pay? Anyway. Yeah, 15, um, 15, 18. But yeah, that's a very nothing to both sides there, really. And obviously, yeah, given the, the last year and particularly the year prior. No sort of complaints from either side there. Um, did you have his bird, or is this a? I think did they? I can't remember. I that's uh, leave it at that. I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe because I'm just wondering. He hasn't been there that long, right? Two years. Yeah, but they have re-signed him once. Yeah. Does that matter? I, I think early bird. Didn't they? Didn't they Bucks might have uh, had early bird. Matt, yeah, yeah, probably. Anyway. That's what I was trying to make the distinction. But then obviously the Bucks have filled out their margins. They brought back Wesley Matthews, Javon Carter. Very good. And then the, the big one. The big one. Jingle and Joe. With, it's good. Not bad. No. What's that? Six and a half million. What, what's that? That's an exception of some sort. Is that mid-level? Partial mid? Ta- tax mid? Yeah, that sounds about right. It's probably yeah, it's probably gone up. It used to be five, so yeah, it's probably gone up to six. Um, but we'll see what how I don't know how far he's off. 
Well, like he, still, he, still he a did the ACL, ACL, right? Yeah, he did the ACL yeah. middle of the season. Towards the end of the season. Did it in January? That's what I thought. So he'd be back for next. He'd be back for next playoffs. At least with him, I guess you're you're not looking at the most athletic specimen before the injury. So, <laughs> yeah, lot of 30, his thirtieth ga- of January. Lot, lot of his game is sort of IQ and shooting and being slow anyway. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. It's on the face of it, it's really good, but then there's that sort of question over the health. I guess it's not like he's been perennially injured, but he is 34. Um, what what I love about Ingalls is he he got traded to the Blazers, right? Had a few tweets with Josh Hart, sold some merch and left. Never actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, frankly, he, he's that's the most I've ever seen a player like that got traded somewhere, never played and then or moved on. Like the most has, actively has interacted engaged. with like he was on the bench as well. Was he? I don't know. I, I, I can't say I watched a lot of Portland like after that because they sucked. But <laughs> I have never seen that before. It's like, yeah, um, imagine yeah. getting Ben Simmons showing up to our game. <laughs> but like, um, I, I think I'm pretty sure when the trade, ha- uh, yeah, when the trade happened, I was like to people, I'd be surprised if he leaves Utah and like just doesn't just hang out. At- I thought but they like- were just going to race Utah. Yeah, same. I think I was like widely expected, and then oh, oh, oh. I guess uh, maybe that's why the Bucks had to come with six point five. Yeah, um, maybe. Like it, they... it is a little more than you probably like, but I guess it is absolute. It, it's a move that makes sense. I think he he fits pretty seamlessly with the Bucks, isn't? Um, particularly second unit ball handling, not bad. Like I know it's sometimes it's shaky, but um. I guess, yeah, the question mark is obviously how he returns from the injury. Um, yeah, so ACLs are usually around 12 months, but, you know, people have returned from them in nine. Well, yeah, the issue is the ACL with the age. Yeah, so nine months would put him at, you know, start of the season pretty much. Or month well, they're in, not going to so. push that. It'll be a year, I think. Yeah. It's, they're not going to care. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play before the deadline. It's a, it's a bit like when the Bucks acquired... PJ Tucker, they just let it. They're like, you know, we know you're going to be ready for the playoffs. You can, you just do what you got to do beforehand. Um, was he injured? Was he? I don't remember. He was injured initially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be. I wouldn't be surprised if Ingles sits until at least All Star break. Well, he doesn't need to play. Like the thing with the Bucks, it's like if any guy does it. Like Brook Lopez played the season opener and then didn't play for six months. <laughs> then he came back in the playoffs. He played really well. Um, but yeah, it's well, it's a fun deal. It's a, I didn't expect it, so it's it's a little pleasant surprise, I guess. Yeah, um, uh, but I, I hope it's. So I will say just lastly, I hope it is more like the PJ Tucker acquisition than Serge Ibaka. Yeah, that, was that, that was one that sort of fizzled, and then he didn't really. Play. I forgot that we had it because he <laughs> very he played very few minutes, <laughs> and it's just, that was unfortunate because I, mean, I guess what, you were thinking happened? younger like, uh, Serge. Yeah. Then you're like, wow, the Bucks. But yeah. Because when when the Bucks got him, I think everyone was like, wow, what a great addition. Yeah. And then like, oh, he's washed. Yeah, obviously he just wasn't good enough to play. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Oh no. Because you've obviously done your research. 
of the deals you're aware of, <laughs> you know, the ones that you haven't missed, <laughs> what's what's the one you hate the most? The mitten, 328. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the um the Hartenstein principle, right? What we're talking about before with like how do you exceed that value? I haven't, yeah, I, he's he's not a shooter. That's like that shooter's money, 328. Oh, that's a lower end of shooter's money. But like, yeah, I love Gary Payton too as well. But it's like, wow, it's um, it's good good for him. He's uh, the yeah. absolute journeyman. He's listed as a point guard as well on Spot Track. He should just be list- listed as defender. <laughs> that's it. But like, just player. Yeah, I, I don't know because the, the white people validate it by saying, look. If he can shoot 38% from three and provide good defense, it's worth it for Portland. He's never shot 38%. And he was playing with like the most open system ever in the Warriors. And also it's like his scouting report is like, you don't need to. Well, yeah, exactly. Like Portland's had a weird off season, I think. Cause yeah. half, half of their moves have been like, we now type moves. And then they drafted like the most mystery box player in Shaden Sharp, who hasn't played in a year because he didn't play for Kentucky. Yes. I, I, know, I know you haven't got draft takes. So <laughs> yeah, just that's gonna, uh, it's just like, yes. I'm still here. To, yeah, yeah. Just to bring up the example, right? Because they trade yeah. for Jeremy Grant. Nice deal. Well, they gave up nothing for him. It was a... Yeah. Great. <laughs> I mean, Great deal. If, if you looked at that move in isolation for the Pistons, you're like, what the hell are they doing? But then obviously it was always going to be part of something else. Yeah. It is a shame that they didn't really... Probably could have gone. I think you were angling for earlier, right? Probably could have got rid of him. Deadline. It was a yeah. surprise that he wasn't. But yeah, other than that, the Blazers are just bringing back their guys. You know, Simon's got his extension. Nurkic got his extension. Big boy Drew Eubanks got his extension. What a what a player! <laughs> what one year less than two million. It's a, he deserved more. He played better than that. But anyway. I mean, he played better than that on a team that was actively trying to lose. He so. won us more money than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he won you more money than that. I, I always included him in wild multis. He just managed to get like one above the points rebounds assist every single game for like a month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nurkic and Simons though. So... 70 million for Nurkic, 100 million for Simons. That's a lot of money for Simons. Yeah, but I think it might be too low. I don't know. I mean, this is a, this is a guy, right, who's got less than a, a full season of, you know, actual Yeah, yeah sure, sure. production. And I and I get he like grew so much last year to the point that they had to sit him because he was winning them too many games by himself. Yeah. Um and look, it's the classic you know, pay him or lose him. And they were never going to lose him. So, well the, well, the thing as well is that like he takes that jump or even half a jump again. And then you're like, this is an insanely good deal we're on anyway. I feel like you're, you're reasonably low risk at 25. Yeah. I'm just looking at the um the Trailblazers cap. And he's, he's still only 22 because he was like so young. He's 23 right? now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that the Blazers have Eric Bledsoe? <laughs> When did that happen? <laughs> uh, he was part of the... Um... Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, how does that work out? He was part of the, he was part of the CJ trade, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Uh, yeah. 
Wait, hang on a minute. No, it was part of the Norman Powell Robert Covington trade. Sorry. Huh. From the Clippers. Yeah, so traded Damn. to Portland along with Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson. Yeah, for Norman and Rocco. Bro, I brought this up last year. I still want Bledsoe back on the Bucks. Get that uh, chip he deserves. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you take your starter from when you were very... I, th- I said this like exactly like verbatim. Like, take your starter from when you were very good. And then if you make him like the seventh or eighth guy, you're doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> That you know that the Blazers bring back Simons on that money, Jeremy Grant's money. They're probably rolling out a lineup of Lillard, Simons. It's, it's a solid team, but I don't know if they're actually like. I feel like they did all this tooling, and then they've got like the exact same like level level of lineup. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, figure out their starters, right? It's Lillard, Simons. Um, uh, looking up and down, Nasir Little probably starts at the three and then Jeremy at four Nurk at the five. Then you've got like, or Bledsoe's money is mostly unguaranteed 19 million. So they might be in that, but you know, I'm not sure. Um, Then you've got Josh Hart and then just a bunch of dudes on the bench. They they do have a bunch of dudes. They have Didi, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Didi Luzada. Oh, they have Winslow. I just said they had Winslow. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm processing it now. Well, yeah, Winslow, Keon Johnson, Trenton Watford played well in his rubbish minutes at the end of the season. The, the Blazers are more than any other team. They are, oh my God, they've got this guy, given the lineups they were <laughs> last year. Just smattering of guys. Yeah. Yeah, Keon Johnson. Maybe he starts over a little. Did you just say that? What? Did, what, that Johnson starts? No. Oh, okay. Maybe he I, does. I think Little probably starts. Like he gets the chance, but Little, I, little is decent. I, yeah, Johnson. I wouldn't start with Simons and Lillard. Yeah, that's probably that's an awful defensive unit wait to happen. But yeah, like it is. It is funny. Like the, the overall, it's like oh, they've retooled, and then it's like you look at the lineup. Like it's, it's essentially the same. This is the office where it's like it's the same picture. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the Blazers have never fully rebuilt, right, since Lillard's got there. Not that they've really had to. Well, the, the issue but... is, is that how do you do it without losing him? Well, like... it's also the same thing, like, that, that everyone's trying to trade him from the Blazers. Yeah. Well, they eventually traded CJ, didn't they? Yeah. I guess the hope is, is that Simons becomes better than CJ ever was, and there's a legitimate chance there, although CJ seems to have gotten better since he left, so I don't know. Yeah, L- Lillard's on about 45 million a year average for the next three years. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. And then you factor in that Simon's is big money and then Nurk's big money. I mean, Bledsoe and Jeremy Grant will be expiring this season. So there's money to be freed up there, but it's like, <laughs> again, next off season, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> they're the same picture again with whoever they bring in. Yeah. Cause the, the top end talent's going to remain the same. It's just going to be shuffling those like four, four through six. Yeah. The thing as well is that they've had decent four through sixes and then it just hasn't. Well, I, mean, they've, they've, I mean, Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Yeah. Um, it's Again, it's not like they've made a conference finals, but it doesn't, it's never seemed like they've truly been, they've never been, they've never gone into the season as like a contender. No, they've always kind of been. In They're always that, there. What, 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 let me try to think. Four to seven. Yeah, but I'm oh, three, a, three to seven. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a, a team that's like always in that range, but never you never think of them as the jazz. 
Yeah. Yeah, the Jazz. Yeah. yeah. Or like Atlanta, I guess. Yeah. Like old Atlanta. Old Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Or even Actually, like. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Old Atlanta, know. like really solid five guys, but not. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Chicago now, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the Bulls. <laughs> I think the Bulls are that good, but yeah. <laughs> or the Knicks. <laughs> well, that's even worse. That's. <laughs> But the, the original point was, yes, Peyton's contract. I don't know. As much as I like... He's 30 years old, too. Didn't realise that. Yeah. Time gets away when you G-League to G-League. I mean, he, he literally went into last season applying to be the video coordinator for the Warriors. And then they're like, oh, we've got a spot for you if you want to play. <laughs> Ends up with 28 million. Yeah. Who, who were they betting against at 28 mil? Like what what well, would no, you have given no, him? Definitely no one, because the reporting was always if the money was there or thereabouts, even wise with the Warriors, who was always going to return to the Warriors. Yeah. So the fact he hasn't means, yeah, Portland's just blown away. Like the Warriors would have got him for like two, four? two, two years, eight million. Yeah, four a year. Yeah. Like what? What? Like what? a biannual or whatever that exception is. What did Dante get? That that money, that exact money, <laughs> those bills, two, two years, 9.3. That's what he would have got. Yeah. Which actually the, the Warriors being the damn Warriors ended up with a better player. <laughs> <laughs> the big ragu, yeah. He's going to be so good on the Warriors. It's going to be annoying. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a good pivot actually, because with Peyton, it ties in with Kevon Looney as well, right? Because they were the two free agents that Golden State had. Yeah. And I think this is probably Looney's first like actual payday. Yeah. Three years, 25 million. It's still pretty good. He'd play every game. Pretty solid. Bombly money. Yeah. I'm looking at his contracts now. Yeah. So obviously his rookie, because he was drafted like at the end of the first round, right? So Looney is the Festus Azili that worked out for the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. So Looney, his base year, yeah, well, three year rookie deal. Then signed a one-year minimum in 2018, and then 2019, three years, 14 million. But he just keeps starting for championship teams. Well, this was this his first ring or his second ring, or has he had all of them? I can't remember. Well, he dra- drafted in 2015. Oh yeah. So this is his third. Third, yeah. yeah. So he's got three of the four. Because yeah, Bogut had the first one. Yeah. Um, Bogut and David Lee. Did David Lee get one? Uh, yeah, he should, he should have got one. He toiled for the <laughs> <laughs> he toiled for the bad warriors. It's like Monte Ellis gets one <laughs> sent to him. Um, oh, he definitely definitely has one. Yeah, the thing with Kevon Looney, it's like there's your Hartenstein eight million. This is the sort of play you can get. Granted, you get I guess probably a discount. Somebody might have paid more to get him, but I mean he's not similar to what I said with Robinson. He's not like this insanely flashy guy. He just always he's always there. I mean, Luna's the guy that starts the entire season and in the playoffs, all of a sudden, he's not the starter. I think he started all but one game. And the one game I bet on him to like have rebounds overs, he didn't start. Did he start? Oh, he started 80 of 82. Yeah. I'm talking about the playoffs, though. Yeah. Because I remember I remember in the finals, obviously, they were starting Peyton. And then they were starting Green at yeah. center, basically. Yeah. And they... um. I remember looking like watching the pregame and that, you know how there's like those sports bet updates or those market, like the, yes. the, the multi that they suggest. Yes. And I was on the sports bet app and it said like the suggested multi was loony points, rebounds, overs. Like, no, no. 
terrible. <laughs> but they weren't even like adjusted for its. They were like seven and six and a half. For like a guy that's going to play like 10 minutes a game. Like, no. Anyway. um, Yeah, I think that this is similar to Bobby Wright in that it's his like legacy money. Yeah. And even, it's not even like great. It's not even great legacy money, really. Consider. No. Well, I guess they continue to take care. It's it's a lot easier to do this when you've already won the title to take care of you guys. Oh yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. Particularly when the yeah you're doing it to guys who were who a big part of that and played beyond the money they were earning at the time of which they won it. Yeah, but then obviously, yeah, like you've mentioned, also the Warriors, the only guy they've brought in since is the big Dont. I can, he's going to be annoyingly good. It's, I mean, I'm happy for him. Yeah, this he's, is going to be the Nico Mannion that works out. He's going to, yeah. Well, you know, they, they, Italy have a choice, I think, now. I think they can only pick one of the three. Who's the third? Benchero. Oh, uh, yeah. So, no, yeah, no, I think no, that no, we, no, 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 no. I think Mannion was born there, wasn't he? Okay. Well, then it's, it's Paolo or Dante. I, I mean, think, I'll pick unless, unless, yeah, I, but I'll pick Dante. Um, no, he'll, he'll be I'll more available. Paolo, surely. No, oh, no, right, no, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> unless they, yeah, unless they're amending those rules, I think um, only one of them can play because Dante was in the process of getting his his passport, so there was a chance that he can play the World Cup next year. Um, because I, I, on the, I, did you watch the draft or not? Bits and pieces. Yeah. So. When Bankero, was I was at in. I was at work. I was working hard. Yeah, okay, but your boss isn't listening to this. <laughs> I just have to put in the, dis- the disclaimer. I mean, actually, they might. The draft, you've, the draft you've, happened. You've, you've said that, that someone heard you once on here. Nightmare. <laughs> like, um, I was going to say, yeah, no. Uh, on the draft, they were talking to Bankero, and or like the Italian media. <clears throat> excuse me, and someone asked him if he was planning on representing Italy and he's like, yes, I've got plans to play for them at the World Cup next year or whatever it was. So oh, there you go. if he's available, yeah, I we'll, know we'll, the... see, we'll see if he's available. There's a lot of the players, yeah. especially high draft picks, love saying, oh yeah, I'm going to go. And, but I think the fact that the fact that he's already nominated Italy would seem to suggest that. Yeah. Um, he's not a chip on the shoulder. I'm, I'm only going to play for the US. I'm trying African American. What's his dad's? I want to see what his dad's name is. But it's not. You know, you know. I googled his dad. It's it's hilarious. What is it? Just to get a photo of him. He's just a guy. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, well, si- well, we've segueing a little bit. Well, we're going off topic a little bit. But when Chet Holmgren got drafted, and like you see his parents, like this is the most like Pacific Northwest play in a string band, gr- grow their <laughs> own, grow their own like crops and you know, do like caravan trips to these middle of nowhere places, family I've ever seen. Yeah. But it, it, it just looked like typical, not, <laughs> not, not like hippies, but. No, I guess well, his dad's got a ponytail, right? Yeah. And his mum looks yeah. like Barbara Streisand. So <laughs> anyway, you know, because the, I'm back on the Italian thing. Cause it's, it's the same reason, like, because when Fireball declared for Australia, right? Yeah. It became then a choice of, well, not really a choice because, you know, but there was a theoretical choice if Bryce Cotton's thing had come through in time. 
Yeah. I mean, you're never going to pick Bryce Cotton over. I guess it's it's just the semantics of whether uh, Dante and Ventura are like Baines or they're like the Cotton thing. I think Dante is more like the Cotton and Tybal, right? Bain, oh, like Baines being like Baines is our Baines is naturalized, but early enough before FIBA rules that it doesn't matter. Is he natural? Does he even count as naturalized? I mean, he lived here since well, he was I think, like two. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I think because yeah, it's like that. So it's it's before. I think there's a certain age. It's like sixteen or something um, that you come in under. Well, Fiber was here as a child. Yeah, but then he left. So. <laughs> <laughs> he came for a holiday. So how does Anthony Randolph play for Slovenia? It's like, well, um, I think yeah, there, is minu- there is minutiae in those. Well, I guess the thing is, is that you risk having just imports and every. Yeah, I get. Or like, let's make it two. Which, to be honest, it wouldn't be the wouldn't be the worst thing for the international game, but also it would like sort of tarnish the. Uh, yeah. the, integ- the integrity off it. Di- it dilutes yeah. the spe- like the the, the specialist, not a word, but you know, like the meaning of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, maybe like have it two. Two two is enough. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, you've watched before when we <laughs> we watch international tournaments and then like Japan have their white guy Nick Fasikas. <laughs> well, no, there's there was that Davis who plays for Taipei or whatever his name is. Yeah. So uh, it's like that every team has a ring in. Oh yeah, but that's all you're allowed. One because I, I mean, think uh, Shane uh, just an extremely big uh, segue here. But Shane Larkin is probably going to play for Turkey. <laughs> um, well, I mean Reggie Jackson. Don't know why he hasn't played for Italy. Yeah, he's a he's a fraud, fake Italian. Anyway, yeah, we've gone. Yeah, it's extremely very, off. Very tangential here. So who you got for Eurobasket coming up? <laughs> Or I've looked at Germany's lineup, and if Lucas Wank can play, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like Greece and Slovenia and Spain, like the favourites, right? I haven't looked at it, but like I, I just, I'd assume Mike Toby and his Slovenians will probably <laughs> they'll, they'll be up there. They'll be contending because Lucas committed to it, right? So yeah, well, I mean, he's yeah far and away is going to be the best player. There. I don't know if um, Jokic is playing. I think Giannis wants to, but we'll see. Well, we're in the rabbit hole now, so we might as well get this out of the way as well. But Shea playing for Canada. Finally, they look like they're getting their shit together. Yeah, we'll see. Um, well, they, they hopefully should qualify for the World Cup. Well, they have like... A, I read on like RJ Barrett's thing. He signed a three-year commitment to play for the national team. It's insane that, they, that they've gotten to that point yeah, where I they know. need that. And, and Barrett's dad is like in charge of the whole program as well. Yeah. It's the same as what I was saying before. It's like, I don't know it's good, but he's not that good. <laughs> but it's like, they've got like, because you know how we have our like NBL guys that play yeah, the yeah. qualifiers that are in the middle of the season because our good players can't play. But th- like, they have that as well because they have like Anthony Bennett, whatever. That's what I'm saying. Like they've, like they've, they've Kyle, got their, Kyle Wiltshire, Kevin yeah, if Pangos. You, if you let me finish, I'm making that the same scrubs. point. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to, who else? Who else? Brady has slip. <laughs> Yeah, they've got their summer core roster and their winter core roster, and the winter ones obviously like the, the scrubs. Yeah, in name and nature. <laughs> but yes, Shay, good, very good. Right. That's that's good for the good for the game. Hopefully, uh, Jamal Murray can play as well. Yeah. Wiggins, yeah. Oh, I mean, hopefully not for our sake, but uh, no, we've got it. We're good enough that we can take it. That's fine. Bring anybody you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, 
<laughs> back to where did that that started at Gary Payton? Yeah, I know. Gary Payton turns into a big discussion on the state of the international game. I feel like there's not a lot of there's just like the rest of it, of the rest of it is, is traits. Yeah, like there's a lot of marginal free agency stuff. I'm just scrolling through the list. There's like nothing else. Oh, jumping. Ricky Rubio with the rare trade and re-sign. Actually. Yeah, actually, right. yeah, let's talk Very about that. Very good value. He's less than Hartenstein. <laughs> yeah. Um, Again, that, that was really good. We'll see what they do with Sexton. Obviously, Garland got the big ups to my boy, Garland. Got the... Well, we'll talk about extensions in a second, but a okay. few other friends I want to talk about. All right. Uh, Jay Sean Tate getting his money. Nice. PJ Tucker. We have to talk about PJ Tucker. Yeah, we do. Actually, we have to talk about the Sixers in general. Yeah, but PJ Tucker was reported for like two weeks. Like he's agreed to a three-year, 30-odd million dollar. Like, there's no shame here. (laughs) It's just quietly, that is a lot. (laughs) He's going to be 40 when it ends. Yeah, it's... um... I don't think it's... I don't think it's going to get to the point where he gets waved and stretched, but he's going to be a selective games guy towards the end there where it's like, okay, PJ, we all know PJ Tucker doesn't play October through February. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. That's a, I guess maybe they had to pay that. Um, It's insane. (laughs) PJ Tucker won a title with the bucks that he was talking about all the, the the wee dog stuff that he goes to Miami and then the sixes. It's just, if he gets traded to the Celtics, he'll complete the set. (laughs) He's a mercenary. (laughs) He absolutely is. Um, I think that it's decent for the Sixers. A bit of the... Uh, it's it's a lot of money. It's, it, no, it's a lot of money. And it could get pretty bad pretty quickly. But it, I guess it gives them... They, they've got a one-year mini window. Yeah. I like, I like the Melton move. Let me scroll back. <laughs> the When they traded... Uh, no, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 Why is um, it not here? There it is. Yeah, for Danny Green and... David Roddy. Just yeah, what happened to Danny Green? Uh, the, the Philadelphia happened to Danny Green. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I like Philadelphia shoring out their bench guys with Melton. They also signed Daniel House, who I quite like. Yep. Um, Daniel. Yes, da- Daniel. Uh, Travell and Queen, I have no opinion on. He, he won G League MVP. Did he? Yeah, I think he did. There you go. All I know is he's a former Rocket, so it's just been a massive like reunion with Maury up there. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. It's Maury's just signing the guys he knows. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the Sixers. It's uh, and then you know Harden as well. Harden was not as good as we'd anticipated. Not even close. Yeah, that was a. I mean, I don't really have any love lost for Harden, but it was disappointing. <laughs> I mean, because Harden's opted out, right, to re-sign, or yeah. is he opting in? I don't remember. I think it's out to to allow the Tucker. Yeah, and then, okay. and then he'll sign. D- does Peter Tucker put the Sixers over the top, though? No, I think that <laughs> they needed more than that. Yeah. Um, another free agency thing I found funny that was happening before it even started was John Wall. Yeah. Like, oh, John Wall's agreed with the Clippers. Like, how? It hasn't started yet. <laughs> I have absolutely no takes on the John Wall thing because it's been so long since he's played. It's like it's, it's like if Ray Allen returned. 
<laughs> no, Wall did no. Wall did come back a couple of seasons ago, right? And he played decent ish, and you're like, oh, okay. And then he just, unfortunately, back to. Well, the... he was re- he was ready to play like he wanted to play last year, and Houston's like, we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. How old is he now? 31, like 32. Oh, okay, not as old as. Um... Early, he's early thirties. Yeah, well, twenty ten draft a year at Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going to blink, and John Wall was thirty four. You know. <laughs> I mean, 32, 34, what's, you know. No, well, there's a couple of, 30, 31, you're fine. Uh, yeah, I can tell that. Well, there's two years difference there. No, well, you're approaching that sort of, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't quite put my finger on it. But, you know. <laughs> but he's approaching it, whatever it is. You're approaching the the summit and then the, the downhill. Um, yeah, just an odd situation. There was a another marginal move I liked was Bruce Brown to Denver. Like Brooklyn, I don't know why they just let like Bruce Brown was like one of their better players for a lot of the season. Except yeah. they just they just benched him randomly at points and then just let him go for mid-level money. He's gonna he's gonna be pretty good, I think. Again, six point five, less than Hartenstein. Well, <laughs> um, I mean he, he replaces Monte Morris in Denver, effectively. Yeah. I mean quietly probably better than Monte Morris. But different. Um, can hit a floater, bloody Bruce Brown. <laughs> yes, uh, he can. I think you know. I think be useful with. I mean, at that salary, who cares? Yeah, but like Denver uh, again, just getting rid of disappointing pieces for pieces that might be disappointing, but they haven't disappointed yet. So, yeah, you know, Monte Morris and Will Barton for Ish Smith and KCP. But if Ish Smith gets traded again, he'll be the all-time leader in franchises played for? I think he is the leader now. Oh, is he the joint leader then? Because I think he's at 13. Ish Smith teams. <laughs> Just, we don't have <laughs> enough size on your computer to load that. Well, it's his 13th team, right? The Nuggets. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at... No, he's the leader before the Nuggets. So oh, okay. There you go. If and when he does suit up for Denver this season, it'll be the 13th different NBA team he's played for, which would break the record he currently shares with Joe Smith, Jim Jackson, Tony Massenberg, and Chucky Brown. Where's he got to go to? How has he not played for the Lakers? Can you name the the 12 teams previously? Rockets, Grizzlies, Warriors, Magic Bucks, Suns. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it. <laughs> it was like, that would have been a great question if I wasn't literally. I know. I was going to say like, he's reading it in order. It's like, oh my god. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, like Ish Smith, KCPs, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so there's all the history there for you. No takes with with all of these guys. <laughs> Smith, KCP, Brown. Yeah, I just want to. I want to get to. Oh, and should we talk about extensions? I guess. I mean, v- vaguely they happened. Well, the one extension I'm not sold on is Lou Dort. Okay, I don't think it matters with where OKC are at. No, it probably like no, it doesn't. You're right because they're still. You, you just they've got to pay guys to hit the yeah. salary floor. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're, they're still years away, so like that's whatever. But it's yeah. um, I feel like Lou's going to get traded at some point in the next year yeah, or probably. two. Yeah, because I thought they would have traded him. I thought they should have traded him at the deadline, but I guess that there's no rush for them to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, he was would have been insane on a contender because had a really small deal playing really high quality. 
Because yeah, five years, eighty-seven million. What's that like? Seventeen, eighteen. Um, yeah, seventeen. Again, it's like I said, they don't, they're building for 2045. Like, <laughs> it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, is he going to play as much now? I wouldn't have thought so. Well, cause... I guess he's, he's technically their second best player, right? Or maybe third. Well, it depends how you rate Giddy. Yeah, that's, that's no, well, that he was the one that maybe say third. Because um, I mean, Holgram yet to be seen. Yeah, so like their best um, player is John Michael Green, and then <laughs> they re-signed Mascala as well. So you know, why? Why is Mascala not under the content again? This, he is Hartenstein. <laughs> <laughs> He's the marginal Hartenstein. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, maybe 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 I can see our contender. They can they can be better than they will want to be. Of course, they. I mean, yeah. The only reason they didn't win like thirty five games is because they just took the absolute piss with Shea. Yeah, I still think Baisley is good. Poku is good. They they're already ready to go, but they've got eighty million draft picks that are going to make them second guess whether these are the guys. Well, yeah. I mean, like they, <laughs> they've already got like you know three or four guys who could potentially become. Really, they've already got one guy that's really good, and they've got Giddy who's on the way to being really good, and then they've got like three or four guys who had the potential to be really good as well. Like they're already at the point where most teams would be like, "Okay, we're we're done. Let's let's start playing now." Like when the Sixers decided, maybe well, obviously they probably don't have the talent the Sixers did because they didn't have the high level of picks that the Sixers did. But like when the Sixers were like, "All right, we're good enough. Let's go." Like I don't think the Thunder are necessarily far off it if a couple of those you know guys talking three through seven like takeoff yeah uh, i mean i'm not i'm not the biggest basely guy but he, he definitely had patches where he improved last season he he still loves a, a three-point shot though where he doesn't I, doesn't deserve the, doesn't have the right doesn't have the right well he's still young as well another guy that um similar to simon's entered the league early yeah um but I think as well with OKC, they have so many picks at their event. They're going to second guess themselves. And also it's inevitable that they're going to trade somebody. They're going to trade a young guy away who becomes really good elsewhere. So I don't know. There's almost a point where you have too many picks. Yeah. They, they well, reached obviously. that about five years ago. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, they traded three of them for Osman Dieng. So, yeah. And you look at like the, the marginal guys now become like Trey Man. Yeah. And Teo Maladon, I guess. I like I like Maladon. I mean, different on Maladon. Ro- Roby's okay. He's a backup. Decent. Roby, Robinson Earl. Yeah. Okay, just a bunch of guys. They're going to have to cut good good young players. It's like Maladon may get cut, which is insane to me. Yeah, just guys being dudes, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I imagine they'll probably just trade him for more picks. Yeah, well, that seems to be the... Get, get, get rid of him for a second somewhere down se- the line. Seems to be the MO. Don't they have the two Jalen Williams as well? They do. Oh, God. <laughs> but one's J-Dub and one's J-Will. They're, they're, t- <laughs> they're, they're turning into the heat where they just have random guys with generic yeah. names. They've got all the creator players. <laughs> well, Jalen Williams, I don't know which one it is, but Jalen Williams is the first Vietnamese descent player in the NBA. Oh, really? Don't know which one. Which, I don't know if it's Jalen <laughs> or Jalen. Sorry, J-Dub or J-Will. But... I thought you were going to assume that it's Jalen. I think it might be actually. 
I know what I see. Him. Is it is it Jay yeah, Lynn then? Yeah, it's Jay Lynn. Jay Lynn doesn't have a photo on Google. No, but Jay, no, it's Jay Lynn. Yeah, that's that's why I meant. That's I assume that it was him. Yeah, um, yeah. And then some other extensions. Well, slash returning. I mean, well, we don't even talk about Marvin Bagley getting getting big money. Saving big money at Menards. Well, well, no, they're not saving money. Spending big money at Menards. I mean, it, he was always coming back. Um, I think the, the Pistons haven't really had, like, fans haven't had much to be annoyed about this offseason. Like, well, except for the Jeremy Grant trade before the rest of the stuff shook out. They've done well. Um, it's, it's, it's I mean, coming yeah, together. Yeah, trading for Noel and Burks. Yeah, good vets to fill out the rotation. Pretty good. But well, then... The, the big the big ups to the Pistons is they traded for them instead of giving them eight million dollars a year that they would have done previously. Like I mean, Noel said, and Noel, they're already, they're already on that money. <laughs> Noel and Burks are like guys that the Pistons would absolutely sign, but they traded for them and got picks and cash. It's the Pistons had a good offseason. I think they're going to be annoyingly yeah. they're going to be think, annoying. Yeah, I mean they're still going to lose a lot of games as they should. Yes, they're still they're, not. A yeah. year away, unless Cade just decides that he's too good. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 I think the front office wants them to enter the Wembenyama sweepstakes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Bagley three years, thirty-seven million. I think people, that's what you traded for him for, right? To do that. So it's not. Yeah, like it's more like where he fits in the roster now because you look at who they've got. They've got Bagley, Linux still, Noel, Isaiah Stewart, and Jalen Duran. And there's a quite a, a glut of bigs. And if they, they're probably not going to try for Aiton. But if they did, well, I mean, they, I doubt they will. It just seems like that there may be. If it was, if they were two years down the line, maybe they'd try that. Even one year, they probably if would. You, yeah, if you were KD year three, year four, I think you'd you go for that. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. the, everything that shook out. It's I think Jalen Durham was Plan A and Aiton was Plan B. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh well, if we can't get this project that we like, then maybe we'll just go for Aiton. But um Stu is very is a very good big to have off the bench too. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know eventually, start, eventually. Like, I don't know, like, do they? They might start Noel. Oh, there's talk of them starting Stewart at four, which would be a disaster. Is that the him shooting? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> like he can make shots that are center. Like you know, like when you're playing center, you get like the slow open threes at the top where like the other center doesn't bother guarding you. Yeah. If you're playing power four, you don't get those shots. He can make shots in an open gym that every NBA player that has ever lived can make. Yes. I can make them. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's not, uh, maybe this is just a year where he just chucks like three threes a game. at <laughs> Like 21%. <laughs> That's, who's going to start at four? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's probably, ba- it's, it's probably Bagley, but maybe a Linux. Yeah, I think maybe is Olenek better than Bagley at the moment? Well, probably. Yeah, well, he yeah. can shoot. That's the main thing. But it's like not. Oh, Olenek's thirty-one. I forgot. Um, but like you want Bagley to, he has to play. Like you paid him the money now. He's got to. He's got to play. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, the rotation is going to be some um, configuration of Bagley, Olenek, Noel, and Stewart. Like Duran's not going to play. Yeah. Well, he'll play G League and they're like, maybe the occasional, like they'll rest Olenek for a game or Noel for a game. I but guess I, he'll, he'll get that. You get that stretch 
Um, and there's also a chance that like February just, through April. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yes, I was about to say like that. There's also a chance they just trade a Linux or Noel to a contender. Yeah. That's what does Alinek earn? Is it double digits? He's the highest earner on the Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, because um, Grant's He's, gone. Yeah, 12 million. There you go. What they're set, they are set up nicely. They've got more dead money, really, that, that, that's coming off, um, if I can find my... Oh, spe- speaking of, the Bucks are no longer paying Larry Sanders. Oh, what a landmark moment. Like, Luol Deng as well, off the books of the Lakers. Oof. Hang on, let me find my screenshot of... Is somebody still paying Mozgov? Surely. <laughs> surely. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have, know who, but uh, surely. Yeah, Pistons have like 12, uh, 20 million in dead right now, but they're still paying Deadman. Oh, be, no, no. Uh, Mozgov's off the books as well on the, the magic. He's the off Pistons the will be playing, paying Deadman until 2025. Is Deadman signed with anybody? Yeah, he's signed with Miami. Oh, so he signed with Miami. So then apparently the Pistons get money back, but I'm not entirely sure how that works for dead money. So I just left it. Damn Dwayne Deadman. It's, yeah. the, the concept of Deadman was so good. Yes. And then yeah. unfortunately the, yeah. <laughs> the, um, I, like, the happiest thing that's made me as a cap nerd is the fact that the Pistons didn't stretch Kemba Walker's dead money. Because <laughs> it's like the easy fix, right? Like it looks, yeah. it looks good. To have like a lesser amount, but then it's just sitting there. Well, they're not if they're not, they're not paying anybody over twelve million. You might as well just eat it. Oh yeah, like if if it was like two years down the line, maybe you'd stretch it. Yeah, well, you need but, you'd probably need to give yourself that flexibility to bring somebody else in. But yeah, whilst but you don't right need now, to. right now, there's no yeah no need. But yeah, a Linux the top earner at twelve point eight million. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I guess is it next year or the year after? Will be the like at this at this point you would absolutely keep Bay, but you're probably going to get locked into a decently sized deal, moving towards this, this, this twenty, his, right? This is his third year yeah. coming up. But like you've got, they've already got to factor in that they're probably going to have to pay him twenty, right? Well, I mean, so the off season coming uh, next off season, so yeah. 20, uh, 23, 24, they've got well, Cade's on the, the, his third year team option. They'll take that, obviously. Uh, Burks and Noel are on team options for next season. You've got the fourth year of Killian, Stu, and Sadiq, um, who all conceivably could get extensions, but you never know. It would be very rare, though, for a team to extend like their entire class, wouldn't it? With like they had, Pistons had such a big rookie class that year. Yeah, well, Saban Lee as well, who's also got a team option next year. Yeah, Livers Diallo comes off the books next year. I can't imagine they're going to keep him, are they? Diallo? Yeah. I want them to, but I, yeah, I don't know. I, the, the, what helps him right now is the wings situation is dire. Yeah. Like, it's literally just Diallo, Sadiq, and Livers. And that's probably it, unless I'm missing someone. No, that's, yeah. Burks, sort of. Yeah, well, he's in between. Yeah, woof. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but there'll, there'll be some money coming in at some point or going out. But then, yeah, like also they've got most of the debt, like Campbell and DeAndre Jordan's dead money comes off as well after this season. I can't forget they have DeAndre Jordan dead money. <laughs> 7.8 mil. 
Uh, right. I think that was oh, Chris Boucher, three years, 35 million. Odd. They can carry you guys after they win the title. I mean, what, three years later? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. He's, he's a bit like Diallo in the sense of like, it's there, it's there. We can, I swear we can find it. It's there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He's probably been, he's probably shown a bit more overall than Diallo, but it's still never, it's never been extremely he, Chris Boucher is also almost 30. I don't know if people realize yeah. this. Well, that's what I was about to. The point I was about to make about those guys is that you're like, oh, it's Levert is he, is heading in that direction. Christian Wood was until he sort of exploded. Where it's like you're promising for so long, and then you sort of blink, and then they're thirty, and then it's like, well, okay, now you're on mid levels and biannuals, like that's your, and it's like you've just got to accept that, like, okay, the idea of them was better than the like the idea of the potential playing out was better than what we got. I mean, Wood's still 26. Yeah. Oh, well, Wood has panned out. I was saying he, he was the yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, guys yeah. that has like turned into the, yeah, the realisation. Yeah. And then obviously there's a bunch of extensions that we thought would happen that have happened. So Levine getting his extension with the Bulls, even though the media tried there, to there get was, rid of yeah. him. Yeah. I was going to say, there were so many question marks over that, but it just happened. Yeah. Sort of um, like... Beal getting his extension with the Wizards after opting out. Somebody's got to, I'd bring this up multiple years in a row now. Somebody has to, there are 30 plus max deals in the NBA. Somebody has to take one at each team. It's like, <laughs> you, it might as well be you. <laughs> Cause it's like, you know, you just, just, just get paid. That's fine. Sorry, I'm eating a cookie at the same time. Um, <laughs> uh, a few designated veteran player extensions as well. Devin Booker, Nikola Jokic, Colony Towns, you yeah, know. None big, of which is uh, surprising. No, I mean, Jokic is a supermax, right? Because of the MVPs. Yeah. Uh, and then some rookie extensions. Zion getting his extremely conditional. Let's go. Got a heavy place. Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Garland, his five-year deal, 192 million. Yep. That's... Yep. <laughs> Vindication. Uh, ja Morant, five years as well. 190 odd. Mm-hmm. The extension I find quite funny is Zubats. I remember saying something about it. I can't remember terms. 332. That's, that's fine. That's that's what he's worth. I feel like people, like the idea of Zubats, Zubats, whatever. Zubats? The idea of Zubats is probably better than Zubats. Well, it really depends on like how you see him, right? I just think he's really solid. He is really solid. He's like he's probably on the wrong team to do it, but he could be the center on a title-winning team, especially at that salary. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. Um, okay, now trades. Yes, well, I th- yeah, I was going to say it's already been like I don't know how long it's been, but it feels like it's been a while. But now this is like the core of the thing, anyway. <laughs> Uh, been about an hour. These, yeah. th- whenever we do these, these usually go for like two hours anyway, so it's fine. No, I, no, I'm aware. I, I've been here before. <laughs> I mean, we did like a three-hour thing on a thing that didn't even happen in the the mock off season. You know, years oh, yes. ago. Yes. How fun. Uh, again, niche references. Um, we don't need to talk about the trades from draft because they aren't really relevant. 
I can't remember. <laughs> they'll, they'll come up if they're gone. Yeah, I mean, like, well, we've already kind of spoken about them, like the Kemba stuff and, you know, um, yeah. the Knicks trading, well, sorry, the Thunder trading for Jeng. Uh, lateral, lateral, Melton we've spoken about. Do you want to start with the Christian Wood deal? The Christian Wood deal? Yes, Christian Wood traded to Dallas. Yeah, not bad. I like it. I like it for Dallas. Yeah. And I get why Houston did it. Um, but it looks like you look at what um the terms and it's like Dallas like literally looked at their bottom five earners. Like, here you go, just take them all. <laughs> yeah, Boban, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, and Wendell Moore Jr., who I've never heard of. <laughs> we'll see what he's like. With, so so um, Wood is effectively the Chris Stapp's replacement. Yeah. But much cheaper. Yeah, Although, he's, still, he's on like 9 mil, isn't he, from last year? 14. 14? Oh, okay, yeah. It's still, you know, it's still, still some level of head case, though. Yeah, well, of course. That's, that's always the... That's always been the thing with him. Yeah, but um, it's, it's now... It's like, what's their... It's like Doncic... Finney Smith, Dimwitty, Wood. I still feel their team is thin. It's not Hardaway. Yeah. They could, know, do with think... another, they could do with another guard. Maybe a Brunson. Yeah, maybe a Brunson. <laughs> no, well, the thing is, even when they had Brunson, it's like this is it's just Luca and guys. Well, that's kind of the idea, right? Of Luka. I, I know it's I know it's the idea, but I think you can have Luca and better guys too much. Yeah, like Luca's good that he carries a lot of water for all of those guys, right? Yeah, um, like he got DFS paid, didn't he? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Reggie Bullock as well. Sorry, there's another guy. Another guy. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like, yeah, the Porzingis thing didn't work out, but it's like there's not another star there that would certainly put him over the top. Look at Dallas's roster. If it wants to come on, just get a spot track. It's just the just says guys. <laughs> oh, Bert, Bertans guy, <laughs> a big guy. Cleaver guy, another guy. Josh Green, another guy. Y- yet to be seen whether he could be a guy. I feel like he could be a guy. Yeah, maybe. Because he, I mean, he lost his spot in the rotation in the playoffs, but he was good for most of the season as like their ninth guy. <laughs> Dwight Powell, the ultimate guy. He's a he's a guy. He's a career guy. They're missing Zach guy. No, not Zach guy. Carl guy. <laughs> Zach guy. I don't, I don't know who's. Yeah. The, I guess the thing with this roster is, is that it's like, to me, they only have one. They have Donkic is the absolute trump card, but then everybody else is players that. Yeah, everybody else is a guy, but like a guy that you would prefer to have like four through 12. Yeah, it's Doncic in a bunch of like, yeah, fourth options. They're, they're missing two and three on this team. And I, I, I was still hesitant whether Brunson was two or even a three. Like if Brunson's your four, then you're, then you're rolling. Um, maybe, like, maybe, I guess the gamble now is that Wood's the two or the three. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I like Wood as... And I mean, Hardaway is coming back on injury. Yeah, see, Hardaway is four through. It's just like I said, four through twelve. Or even even four through eight. They have they have like nine guys that are four through eight. Nine guys going into four spots. 
Yeah, just dudes. It's, oh, they've also got JaVale McGee, which I completely forgot about. Yeah, he's a he's probably a seven through ten, but yeah. <laughs> it's they they're missing two and three, and I don't know they're how missing are they that get, second banana for a contender. How are they gonna get two and three if you can't get someone when you've got Donkic? And you're not obviously drafting anybody. Well, I imagine they're probably going to load up next offseason because Dinwiddie's unguaranteed for next year. Christian Wood, Dwight Powell. Yeah. Um, Bullock's unguaranteed as well. So that's, you know, 60-odd million. I'm trying to think, who do they look at for that two and three? Beal? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Jer- Jeremy Grant? He could be the three. Aiton. Yeah. But then they just just got wood. And then they're probably eight. Well, no, probably I mean, like, wait, are this year or next year? Either. Because I'm talking about next year when wood. Yeah, I know. But like, but like Aiton is going to be, presu- even, again, Aiton's a mystery. I don't know. Like he's good enough to be on, he's better than some of these players getting 100 million. So I don't know. Um, yeah, but he plays like, video games. <laughs> presumably he's going to, he's going to be on, you know, decent, Salary, yeah. Um, I don't know, it is hard to sort of who it's going to be or who it needs to be, yeah. I guess Donkic is so good that I guess maybe you're looking at a Giannis in Milwaukee situation where you only need, and I say only like hesitantly, but you only need sort of peripheral all stars like Middleton and Holiday to really pat it out. Hmm. Like you still need to find that. Like the Mavs don't have either of those guys. But frankly, they don't even have a Brook Lopez. <laughs> Who's the Pat Connaughton? Um, Bullock, Reggie <laughs> all, Bullock. All of them. <laughs> yes, that's that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, on Houston's side, I guess they just wanted to like probably just hand the keys to Shangoon inside. <laughs> they just they. I mean, they they want Wemby as well, don't they? Well, yeah, that too. Um, yeah. Um, they were probably blindsided that they got Jabari Smith Jr. and not Bancaro. Yeah. Because, I, I, again, I, don't, I know you, like, sporadically watched... No, you didn't watch Draft because you were working. Um, you know, working hard. But very hard. Apparently, you know, Orlando didn't even work out Bancaro. And then by extension, <laughs> by extension, Houston didn't work out Smith because they obviously thought that, you know, yeah, this dude's gone one. What's the point? So the, the, the Rockets are very, very quickly approaching sort of the OKC situation, but maybe with better well, they, players they with high like ceilings. All of the next picks as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, they'll want to be, they're, they're going to want to be bad again. I think but, I need to get rid of Kevin Porter Jr. as well. To he's be too good. <laughs> he's too good. He's also in a decent sized deal. He could go anywhere. Yeah. I, oh, I know that. But it's more like if they want, they're, they're trying to get a proper look at Jalen Green. And if you think they can work together long term, that's a different no. thing. But no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Problem is, he probably like, he doesn't probably get the value that he should back because of the size of his deal. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about the Burks and Noel trade. Awesome. I like how on here it says uh, Detroit acquires Nolan's Noel, Alec Burks, 2023 second rounder, which is their own. They get it back. 
uh, 24 second rounder from Miami. That's top 55 protected. Wow. Uh, and the cash. Top 55 protected. That's the Zaza and Dudley. Yeah. And then New York acquires TBD. <laughs> uh, do you want to go over the Denver and Washington one again? We kind of already did. KCP and Ish. Monte will. Meh. I think that there are three, four big ones left. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm leading into those. Okay. That's fine. Well, four. I mean, two of them haven't happened, but or, or one of them hasn't happened. But what, yeah. KD? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just move around the margins here. Um, kind of lost in the whole... Sorry. Did you... what You've seen the Brian Windhorst soliloquy, right? It's so good. It's, it's so good. Big fan. I, I love the thing. I mean, the memes, I, are, the I, memes I, alone. My, my favorite thing is that he's got like the D-grade first take people on there just guessing at what he's trying to say. It's so funny. Like when he goes, you know, because um, I'm bringing it up now, the Royce O'Neill trade. I, he, I love how he says at the end, he says Royce Young. Oh, does he? he does. I missed that. <laughs> he said, why would they trade for Royce Young? I'm like, yes, why would they, Brian? <laughs> Has he got over his fear of flying yet? Oh, no, that's Royce White. Sorry. Yeah. Royce, Royce, Young. Young, Royce Young is the media member. The reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I saw a thing where it's uh, Royce Young <laughs> replied to it and said, I didn't know that I've, that I've been traded. And then Windhorse <laughs> replied to it saying that the okay, that OKC got picks for it. <laughs> Very good. No, uh, my favorite meme of that whole thing was obviously the photo of him with his fingers up in the air. Like, now why would they do that? <laughs> um, someone wrote, uh, five kids enter a chocolate factory tour, four walk out. Yes. What's going on in that chocolate? <laughs> but yeah, I love how he's like, I mean, maybe only the most hardened Nets fan would have even seen this deal yeah. of Royce O'Neill. <laughs> His D grade panels, like, wait, what? Who? <laughs> I, just, I feel like apparently stuff. He, apparently, he talked for longer and it got cut out. Which, firstly, I thought first take was live. Um, yeah, but yeah, apparently he spoke for longer and got them even more confused that they had to cut it out because apparently he also insinuated that like Donovan Mitchell might get traded and and whatever. Well, he um, might. Yeah, well, I, don't, I didn't think it was, too, but maybe he just spoke for so long that it was, and it yeah, like, made the rest of the panel look so bad that he just like whatever. <laughs> oh, um, it's, it's modern art. It's so good. It's it's riveting. That he's did everybody. You see, did everybody, you see it set to the Hans Zimmer music? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's. Oh, he's just he's just thinking aloud. He's he's going through like the trade machine permutations and just. <laughs> uh, anyway, it, it only works because. He wasn't like he wasn't on normal first take. Like Stephen A. Smith wasn't yelling at him, saying like, "What are you talking about?" What are, or like, "Oh, like, oh yeah. Wo- like, Woj was wasn't there, knowing exactly." I've like, had to with a bunch of stun mullets. Yeah, but it's like you know, like Woj wasn't there, knowing what he's talking about. Yeah, because um, obviously he's like saying things aloud, but then he's also like trying to work out what he can say and what he what he's not going to say. And it's, <laughs> and, anyway, um, um, but yeah, the Royce. Uh, an odd timing of move, Brooklyn trading a first rounder for Royce O'Neill. Yeah. But I, I guess the similar sort of thing, the Suns have been signing minimum deal guys, which would sort of indicate padding out the roster around a certain superstar. 
Okay, well, let's keep moving through the peripherals. Um, Atlanta dumping Jock Landale to Phoenix, another minimal, minimal, minimum guy. Minimum, yeah. Well, he got obviously he got rerouted in the first sort of big trade. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm leading into okay. there's there's what one. We ever gonna get? <laughs> I swear, if we get to the end and you say like, oh, next week we'll, <laughs> we'll run through. There's five. There's five <laughs> trades I'm leading into here. Okay. Or what what will the four and. Okay. Yes. Four. Um, four in the assumed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can't wait for the meet the Australian media to get pissed at Monty Williams for not playing Landale now. <laughs> like, as if Pop can't find minutes for this guy. Like, I think Pop knows what he's doing. <laughs> although, although it was very, it was odd. Like Landale would go off and then he wouldn't play for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. The first big trade that happened. And the one uh, that- you know what I suddenly thought of the way that you're like leaning into this, it's like, um, bloody hell, Stephen, this better be good. <laughs> <laughs> what you know, um, you know what they say of the Acropolis where the Parthenon is. <laughs> <laughs> They're straight, <laughs> the pylons are straight. <laughs> oh, are they? Uh, um. I was shocked when this was even reported. I was like, there's no way that they do this. But, you know, San Antonio trading away DeJounte Murray. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. What are they uh, trying to They trying to get Wemby? Yeah, but Wemby and what? Yeah. So oh. they they get Charlotte's pick next year. Yeah. Two unprotected firsts from Atlanta in 25 and 27, obviously because of the... Uh, is that the Stapian rule? Yes. And... They get the right to swap picks, which I assume it means like if Atlanta's is better than theirs, they'll swap it. Yes. Um, and Gallinari, who will be bought out. Yep. But like, Murray's the goal of a rebuild, right? Pretty much, unless you think he's reached the ceiling. Because he's 25, I want to say. He was in college for a few years. I he's think. a what is a 16 17 rookie? He's he's 26, 17, 17 18. He's 26 before the start of the season, so yeah. washed. <laughs> yeah, he was oh, he's only in college for a year, so yeah, 2016 first rounder. Yeah, but you know, and it's all, a really good deal as well 16 a year for what yeah. he is now. All star, all defensive guy could almost average a triple double if you really wanted to. Almost did, almost did. Yes, how long does his deal go for though? When does he expire? Did he... uh, two, two more years. He's got two yeah. more years on it. About 17 mil average. Yeah. Um, yeah. From where he was drafted, and people have said that the Spurs have kind of, they haven't drafted well recently. I tend to disagree. You know, Keldon Johnson was a late first rounder. Yep. Vassell looks pretty good. Yep. Murray, obviously. Um, Primo we'll jury we'll, still we'll out. See. Yeah, we'll see what Primo... I like Tr- Trey Jones is good. Trey Jones as well. But I mean... Yep. It, it, yeah, I don't know what like you're, you're trading away Murray for the chance to get someone as good as Murray. Yeah, which I is think, how like most of these things work out. But like Murray is young enough to be part of a rebuild, and on I'm, a good enough deal as well. On a good enough deal that you could have got more. Like if that's the price for Murray, like how did he end up in Atlanta? Um, yeah, I don't, in the middle of last year, it's like the Spurs. It's like they have like. 
five of the same guy and they're all really good and they can all be really good. They can all be even better. But I wasn't thinking of Murray in that group. No, I I, I was because I'd say it was... Yeah, uh, okay. I guess what... Like, you know what I mean? Like, they all have the same sort of ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay. all in the same sort of timeline. You know, all right, yeah. if, this, if it's I mean, nothing... yeah, you look at Murray, Keldon Johnson. Yeah, I was um, saying, yeah, Murray, Vassell. Keldon, Vassell, Derek White, Lonnie Walker. White, Walker, um, Pirtle as well, I guess. Ish, but like those main five guys. Yeah. You're like, this is good. This is, they've got that sort of foundation. Let's and see what's going to happen. Yeah, and obviously it. they let Lonnie walk this off season, which, yeah, whatever. That's what I'm saying. You go forward six months, they got rid of like, maybe the best two and then another guy and then you left with I don't Kel- know if white was the best but I think well the most productive and consistent and but definitely the the most ceiling like low fl- uh, high floor guy yeah well Murray ends up being the best and then it's it's sort of up in the air whether it's white or Keldon I mean and white's then- probably better now but he's probably I, I think they were right to trade him well I think Keldon probably has the highest ceiling of all of them yeah and I'm saying white is the highest floor yeah um but it's like, yeah, you fast forward and now you're re- you're re- absolutely all in on Keldon and Vassell. And that's it. Yeah, and, and look, look, maybe really they have... think Primo turns into something like Murray. I suppose but... he's in that. I brought it up multiple times now that Anthony Simon's yep. really young. But like, I don't, they don't have what you would... They've it's got... a very unspurs move. Yeah. Like... They've gotten rid of the guys and then don't really have much to show for it. No, like what did they get for White? Um, bloody Romeo Langford and uh, who else? And uh, did they get a first for him? I think they did. They also get like guys that they cut. Like, do they get Carson Edwards? Mm. Maybe I can't remember. I know he ended up on the Pistons. But I mean, the the point is the same. Where it's like they didn't get substantial enough equity back. Oh, no, I think it's a terrible deal for San Antonio. But they've made successive terrible deals. And then Lonnie's gone. Like, maybe if you if you trade Dejante Murray, why are you letting Walker go? But then, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's very confounding for the Spurs. But then watch them, like, turn it around. And, like, Romeo Langford becomes the MVP of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keita Bates-Diop just turns into... Well, the thing is, is that they look somewhat vindicated now because Derek White wasn't probably as good as he should have been on the Celtics. But like, obviously, they still got. Well, yeah, he, he was time. he was great in the playoffs, and that's kind of what they traded for him for. Good in the playoffs, not as good in the finals as he probably should have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he also I did enjoy how people, um, like they were they were saying, oh, you know, how it's a shock that Derek White was hitting all these threes, and people were like, what do you mean he's a good player? Like, well, he's not that good a shooter. Like in it was the, only 30% or so from three. In the like, bubble, he was great. And that sort of, I think that, Mickey at least Ness. for me, that uh, <laughs> that that at least for me, like, uh, okay, this guy's got ceiling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like I said, this is very unspurs-like um, because the, the trajectory there was really good. It's like they've got these five guys that are all sort of on the same timeline. Like I wouldn't have cared if they'd let Walker go. Well, I think yeah. he he was number five. He was the clear number five of that pack, but he's yeah. still decent. Yeah, very hot and cold. If they get rid of like Keldon or Vassell now, it's like what is what? <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I uh, my initial like immediate emotional reaction to this was I didn't really love the fit in Atlanta either with Trey because one of these guys plays off ball, right? 
Yeah. Um, you'd imagine Trey relinquishes some of that because he's the clear better shooter, but I think you work it out. You do this deal. Yeah, like that's seven what I'm out saying. of seven I, days. I, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. If you have the chance to get Murray, you get Murray. Yep. I think. What did I? Say? I think both of them are good enough to work it out. Yeah. Um... And then for, for as much as it's like, oh, Trey's on on, on ball and whatever. Like you said, he's still. I think he can be fine catching shooting. Oh yeah. Like, and probably Dejounte is probably better at driving than he is, so like it would make sense for him to probably take over more of the ball. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find like what the, I tweeted. Hawks just, just gave up. Like with respect to Gallo, one of my favorite players of the last decade, longer, fifteen years. Um, yeah, so I, I tweeted at the time, like when it happened, when it came through. I don't love Murray and Trey together, but this is a chance to get a young old sign. You work out the rest later. Yep, absolutely. And San Antonio, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this maybe the most shocking thing about this is that players that want out of teams get more than this in return. It's like when a when a guy's for like whatever this Kevin Durant, like Durant different level, whatever, but in I guess uh scale, if you scale it down to whatever in, in comparison, like a guy that doesn't want to play at a place is going to get more for that team than this deal out of nowhere. Yeah. It's just sort of, it's confet- like if Dante Murray had said, oh, I never want to play for the Spurs again. This makes sense. This return. Yeah. I oh, he didn't know. say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. I feel it's, it seems like he wanted to play in San Antonio. Yeah. Cause he was even tweeting like through all the mm. speculation, like what? Yeah. They're like laughing. Um, I guess now with Atlanta, it all shifts to what they do with John Collins then, right? I think they just got to find a, just find a deal. Just take whatever you can, like be fine that you got an extremely good deal in Murray and just take stuff. Yeah. Just, just undo a good deal with a bad deal. Even it out. <laughs> yeah. Cause um, what's his contract like? It's pretty bad, right? It's pretty big. Yeah. It's like 20, 25. Yeah, it's 23 this year, but hang on, let me multi year it. Yeah, he'll earn, yeah, about 25 a year. Let's just call it that. Yeah. For the next four years. Ugh. Plus, you've got Trey earning 40 odd a year. 40. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a sunk cost. That's, that's we don't have a team <laughs> without him. Um, yeah, I'm trying looking at the roster. Like, what do they need? Well, I'll tie this discussion in with the the other one of the other trades we've mentioned. Bogdanovich yet, is, to be better is what they need. Well, I'll tie <laughs> this in with the trade that they also did the other day, which was sending Kevin Herter to Sacramento for Justin Holiday and Harkless. Yeah. I mean, I really like that for Sacramento. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that is undoing the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. good, deal, good deal with a bad one. Yeah, why is Herder the guy you're getting rid of? Yeah, I mean, although Herder is class A, maybe one of the class A examples of concept is better than output, but he's still pretty good on a friendlyish deal. Yeah, um, like the Kings getting Herder, they get Monk. Keegan Murray, your favorite player. <laughs> I mean, not bad. 
Yeah, still the Kings. Still, I mean, yes, it's going to blow <laughs> up. It's, it's still the Kings. They lost Dante. Not true. Um, I mean, the, to be fair, they are recovering from trading away their in brackets best player like six months ago. Yeah. In a, in a, in a what the hell deal. <laughs> <laughs> Fox is, uh, Fox is better than Halliburton, but I don't know if after this season, I don't know whether it'd be better. Well, than it, it wasn't a what the it wasn't a what the hell deal in that you know why are you trading Halliburton away. It's more like a what the hell deal in probably gone the complete opposite direction to what I thought they should have done. Yeah, well, I think we spoke about this last time, like with the Sabonis thing. It's just odd. Yeah, like I think most people thought the Kings needed to restart around Halliburton and Davion and whatever. Yeah, you probably like get like. If, Fox is decent, and I don't think. I mean, any... some team would have ever paid for Fox. I I feel yeah. very confident yeah. in saying that. He probably had better value than Halliburton. Oh, absolutely, he would have. Yeah. Anyway, but like, for, like Herder, big big fan. Um, don't know why he's the guy. DeAndre Hunter is in the last year of his rookie deal. Hunter's good. Capella, like the Hawks, seem very locked in. I think what we're talking about with the Blazers. Yeah. Except maybe they have a bit higher ceiling now with this with the Murray and well, Trey. Um, Although until we to, see it, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say with DeJounte Murray, like how much further can he go beyond last? Yeah. Like that was the breakthrough. And now is it superstar? Like his numbers just, are obviously gonna take a hit this year. Yeah, but is he gonna be more effective? I don't know. Um I feel like with those two guys as well, they're going to need the the cast of the Hawks need to show up. So the Hunter is pretty good, but like, yeah, beyond that, they, well, they well, needed well, more from assumed, Yeah, well, what's their assumed starting lineup, right? It's Young, Murray, Hunter, Collins, Capella right now. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty locked into that. There's not a lot of shooting there. No. Unless they but start... Bob Collins Dunn. is okay, but he's not volume... Unless they start Bogdan over Hunter. Well, they've got a Kongwu as well, but he's not particularly sure. <laughs> uh, probably get probably less than what they've got on. Well, maybe they just start Justin Holiday. I feel like you're losing out though there, aren't you? I mean, I don't, like Holiday's just a dude. Yeah. He just, just seems to be on every team at the same time. Well, I think because he, he I think because, head, I think, oh, there's Justin Holiday. I think because there's two of them, that's why. It's- <laughs> Well, they've got two. They've got Aaron as well. They've got they've got two of the three. Yeah, that's why he's, he's half the team. Oh, and they've got Jock Landau, obviously. Yeah, where's he going to find? Uh, to be honest, where's he going? Wait, gonna no, find? sorry. Wait, no, they don't. Of course, they just traded him. <laughs> I was about to say, where are they going to find minutes from? They're, they're not. Sorry, oh, we even said like, yes, where, where are the Suns going to Where are the Suns going to find minutes from? He's going to be the starting center when Aiton goes. Like how you were. Um, slagging off the media beforehand and then we just made that gaffe. <laughs> I hope that wasn't recorded. <laughs> um another bigger trade, Malcolm the Brog Bomb. Malcolm Brogdon for Brog Bomb. For parts. Again, like Christian Wood, just everything at the end of the Boston bench to India. This is I wrote down it was Brogdon for Tice, Naismith and stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't even include Naismith. <laughs> just go to stuff. I mean he's at least a notable <laughs> Oh, he's a notable whiff on a draft pick, yes. But yeah, this this is very good. It's um even if you take Brogdon's injury history, it's like this is his value is really that low. I don't know. 
Yeah, I guess the the money isn't great, but he's coming off it soon. Yeah, but right? if you can absorb it, it's that's fine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, the the issue with Boston now is again, like their bench was weak beforehand. They didn't really give up much. Like they gave up none of the pieces, but can they afford to sign anyone else? They might have like nine guys on opening night. Well, they'll get Gallinari as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, but you're they, adding, you know, they kept... adding Brogdon and Gallinari to the team that should have won the finals. It's pretty good. <laughs> and, you know, they keep um, Pritchard and... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his... Uh, fuck. What's his name? Derek White. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, yeah, were going to say, obviously, Grant Williams is there as well. Yeah, there was a, I couldn't be the third guy. Yeah, Grant. So, like, they keep the actual three guys on their bench that they did play. Yeah. And then you had two more that you could presumably at this point. Yeah, which, then, I mean, there's, just, there's no reason to believe that Brogdon and Gallinari can't play high-level playoff minutes. No. And then, look, they'll just fill out with minimums and whatever. Yeah. They're probably, to be honest, in the, the way they're shaping up, you're going to get an even... It's a, what the Warriors do all the time. <laughs> you know, you, you've got it Because you've got a good team, you get better players for lower money. Yeah. They're, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like... I, I, I don't even know, but it's like the 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 key buyout guy is like, yep, I'm going to the Celtics. And probably probably for them if Aiton. I was going to say probably for them if it's a big, it'll probably work out well because do they still have Cornet? You like it, but like he's not good enough to play in those where they're going to be playing. Yep, they they resigned Cornet. Yep. Yeah, so it's like they probably need another big because it's like obviously he got rid of Tice. Um. He didn't play a lot, did he? But it's like he they at least trusted him. Yeah. So they're probably looking for another bit. You don't know what's another year gonna although Al seems to be getting better somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, there'll be I mean, this is also Indiana answering the Wemby sweepstakes. Yeah, I, I they're gonna be too good. Halliburton's good. I don't you don't need to be told that, but it's <laughs> they're gonna be too good. Goga's Goga is progressing. Well, I think. Well, it depends on what they do with Miles Turner. He's the next domino. Yeah, and I feel like they're trying to get rid of him. Well, I think he was offered in oh, which deal was it? One of these deals that ended up. Getting, I think he was offered. Um, I'm looking at the Pacers roster now. They've still got they've still got Buddy Heald somehow. <laughs> Maybe it's Buddy Hield's going to be on the Celtics board out February yeah, twenty twenty three. They re-signed Jalen Smith, who played well for them. They've still got Miles Turner right now, Isaiah Jackson, <laughs> Chris Duarte. They also they're acquiring guys. That yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne Washington. I was going to say yeah, Brissett's Brissett's like, a guy. Terry Isaiah Taylor's Jackson. a guy. Washington Junior's a guy. TJ McConnell still. They had a high pick as well, didn't they? Is that Matherin? Yeah, they got Benedict Matherin. Yeah. Look at you talking draft. Thank you. Just a bunch of guys. But yeah, this seems like not not. I think they're going to be a little like, bit too. They're going to be like what the paces always are. They're never going to be completely terrible. Well, this I was going to say it's not quite Pistons 2019-20 when they had like Derek Rose yeah. for half the season and Blake Griffin and Drummond and Christian Wood exploding. Mm. Uh, Tony Snell was on that team. Hey. Where where is where did Tony end up? Langston Galloway. Why, why is he not on the Bucks? Uh, he's in New Orleans, isn't he? Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. Why <laughs> is he not on the Bucks? 
But like, yeah, the, the Pistons, like they started that season with a bunch of vets that, because they thought they were good. Like the Pacers don't think they're good, which is probably the key difference here. Yeah. Like they're actively trying to get worse. Um, but the Pistons had like the Kings mindset of, no, we're, we're good, we're good. Um, but they, the veterans played too much at the start of the year. They won like too many games to be terrible, but obviously not enough to be good. And they end up with the seventh pick. Mm. which kind of seems like the Pacers projection right now, unless maybe they just give Miles Turner the John Wall treatment and just sit him, which I doubt they will do, but no, he well, is I feel a, like if you do that for Miles Turner, it probably kills his value. Yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely want to get something for him. Yeah. Is he an expiring contract to 18 mil? It's entirely absorbable. The, the Pistons could <laughs> need another center. Um, and then, well, let's go to the biggest trade, I think, which is Rudy Gobert, the Stifle Tower, the, the Baguette Biombo. <laughs> Baguette, I'd never heard that one. Have you not? <laughs> I hadn't heard that. Obviously, French rejection. Um, I mean, he's got lots of like good nicknames, like Stifle Tower and French rejection. I suppose Baguette. I haven't. Everybody hates him, so I, I, that's why I assume he's got the Baguette Beyond Butt. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just Googled Baguette Beyond Bo. And yes, it's all in reference to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, someone's tweeted after the playoffs last year. Baguette, baguette, baguette Beyond Bo, got to give back those depoy trophies after this, man. Those liberals. I, I just Googled it, and then somebody. Somebody is entitled a Reddit post in entire caps. The Jazz just gave Baggett Biombo a supermax. <laughs> and then the one below, why do you guys dislike Rudy so much here? <laughs> yes, I saw this. <laughs> anyway, um, Rudy Gobert traded to Minnesota for... <clears throat> everything. Everything. For a 2026 first rounder, Utah's right to swap. So same kind of deal. Like if Utah has a... A, a better pick than Minnesota, they can swap them around, like which, whichever one's better, I guess. Uh, Minnesota's 25 and 27 first rounders unprotected. Um, a 23 first round top 12 protected. And if it's, um, I guess the year after that, it conveys to a second rounder, like if I'm reading that right, if it's protected that year. Uh, 2029 first rounder top five protected. Leandro Balmaro, Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, Walker Kessler, and my boy Jared Vanderbilt. I was reading this trade when it happened, like figuring out who was going to it, thinking, please not Vanderbilt, please not Vanderbilt. And then I saw his name, like, shit! It's um, it's a lot. Uh, <laughs> why, why would the Wolves do that? I don't know. Apparently, they wanted McDaniels, so that's what pushed up the price, and then they didn't end up getting McDaniels. Yeah, I saw a lot of victory laps about, like, oh, yes, we didn't have to give up McDaniels. Like, yeah, but look where you gave up everything. It's. Like, I know McDaniels is good, but... Yeah. Jesus I, Christ. They gave up three very playable players. One is still a bit of a myth, but, like, apparently he's okay. Who, Balmaro? Yeah. Yeah, and then right. essentially five first rounders. What I will say is like Walker Kessler is the most Utah rookie of all time. 
Hold on, let me have a look. I can already envisage. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the quarterback for BYU. <laughs> big big Kirilo Fasenko vibes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, like just a, a shop blocker who does nothing else at Auburn. Jesus, look at the chin on that man. <laughs> He looks, like, he looks like Grayson Allen. He does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's assumed that they'll probably uh, buy out Beverly or move him on in some capacity. Yeah. Wait, wait, watch him end up on like the heat or something. Beasley, very useful. Vanderbilt, very useful and very cheap. Yeah. I just wonder like... The main side of this is how Gobert and Cat fit together, right? I think the main side of this is how do you justify giving this much for Gobert? And why did the Wolves feel like they needed to do this now? Because, like, this is the move. This is it, like, pretty much. Like, the Wolves are... This is them pushing their chips in. Yeah. And it's like, do you do that on Gobert? I don't know. Well, who else do you do it on? Kevin Durant? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, but it's like, I know you're not going to get Kevin Durant, but it's, yeah. Um, did they, the Wolves really the Wolves really saw Pat Bev lead them into the playoffs for the first time ever. That celebration, and then they just decided to trade him for Ruby Gobert. It's um, cold, cold league. It's Jalen Noel survived, which I'm honestly, I'm probably not happy about. I would have preferred if he ended up on the Jazz, but anyway. Um, I'm looking at the, the, the uh, Wolves roster. They re-signed Tory and Prince. They got Carl Anderson, which I think is a great move. Yeah, that's nice. Um, Decent recovery from losing Vandy. <laughs> Although he's different. Very different. <laughs> different, but like <clears throat> he can fit in that slot. But I mean, that, that starting lineup, it's now Russell, um, uh, Edwards, Edwards, McDaniels, you think? It might be Carl Anderson. It might be Anderson. It might be Prince. Uh, I'd say it yeah. might be Prince as a big outsider. Oh, well, they gave him eight mil a year. Hartenstein money. <laughs> 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 I mean, they've still got like some of their key bench pieces like Naz Reed and Jordan McLaughlin. But yeah, oh, yeah. well. well the, yeah, they kept McDaniels. Is the... I mean, if that's the win out of all this, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like the Kevin Gobert we obviously, thing is interesting. We, we obviously clown Gobert a lot. He's a very good player. He's a very good player. I don't think he's five firsts and four players good. Five players. No, well, I'm counting Kessler as a first because that's essentially what he is at the moment. Well, that's six firsts then. That was a, isn't it four first rounders and Kessler? Five first rounders. 26 oh. pick swap. 27 and 25 unprotected, 23 top 12 protected. So oh, maybe that's the... Jesus. Well, even more and, than I was... And, and 29 top five protected. Oh, my God. And then and then Beasley, Beverly, Kessler, Vanderbilt, Balmara. This is the... Is Danny Ainge has redone the Nets trade. Because, <laughs> like, Gobert's money, his contract, right? It's disgusting. Yeah. 38, 41, 44, 46 and a half, pretty much. Utah, like, even just, even not, notwithstanding the return, it's like they got out of the deal that they needed to. 
because it's like it's they've run back the you know Mitchell and Gobert built teams for how many seasons now in a row four and five where they've been four or five since like how long ago did Hayward leave since then uh, you know, 20, they've run this 2018 yeah so that's like four seasons right they've had their go at this they've been pretty good but just not good enough evidently yeah. and like Gobert in the playoffs different. 17 2017 Hayward left yeah um seems like an age ago and yeah. it is it's an entire era of the jazz right yeah six minutes in his first Celtics game. Yes, the, the leg oh, injury. Jeez. <laughs> Lord carry him now. Uh, someone sent that video in a group chat I mean, the other day. I was like, what are you doing? I know you hate it. It's the I hate obvious bone breakages, yes. Yeah. I can I can do like blood, that's fine. I think we're the opposite in that regard. Yeah, I, I like uh, blunt force <laughs> more than sharp force. Like things that bend the way they're not supposed to, like when you can like I saw. I could handle this, but I saw like the mechanism of someone tearing their Achilles and like how their calf ripples. Mm. Like that was grim, but I could survive that. But yeah, like when yeah, like someone's leg bends the wrong way, like you know, but I've never actually seen footage or photos of the Paul George injury. Yeah. Um, oh, that was that was yeah. Kevin wears the, the big one that I've seen. Yeah. Oh, everybody's seen that. That's well. I never saw the video, but I saw the photo of like just the leg sticking out. The bone, yeah, the bone the, sticking out. The bone sticking out because I remember yeah. coming home that day because I'd seen it like, not I'd seen like the reaction to it live. But I came home that day from wherever I was, and my dad was watching that game on delay, mm. and I was like, oh, so, something happens in this one. Yeah. And then I asked him later, but he's immune to all that sort of stuff, being an old footy player from the 70s. Um, back to Gobert. I don't know. I mean, it all depends on what... I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if it doesn't work. No. Because how did... Do the Wolves have the personnel to fix the issues that the Jazz had with Gobert in the playoffs? I don't know. And I don't think so. No. Yeah. Um... Like you still have the I same issue, right? Of just his. Like, I guess. The... Sorry, I just thinking aloud. Like mm. Edwards is the trump card here. He mm. he has the potential to be significantly better than Mitchell, or better than. I'd Mitchell. say he is now. Yeah, um, it's because I'm thinking like, are the Wolves now better than what the best version of the Jazz was with Gobert? I don't know. I don't know because yeah, Edwards might be better than Mitchell, but then you've got the other factors like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who Conley's probably a, like Russell is still very much, you know, hit and miss. Like, he still probably yeah. hasn't got anywhere near what he's capable of. No. Um, the Utah bench, you know, like that Clarkson, obviously Ingles, Ingles, Royce O'Neill. You know, before he fell off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas you know, like Minnesota, they haven't. Really, like they've got to pat it out at some point. Well, the thing is that they've been okay for like two minutes and then just decided that that's it. We're we're going in. Yeah, I mean, Carl Anderson. Yeah, I mean, I've also read here that they've re-signed Josh Okogie, but then I swear he signed with Phoenix. Yeah, he signed with the Suns. Because it says he's like the top of this list, like agreed to one-year contract with Minnesota. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, the, 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 it was their first playoffs in a few 
the fears or that they had to they had to get in through a mechanism that didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. And then they got you know well, shit they, mixed they by would, the they, well, they they would have made it, wouldn't they? I think they they finished yeah. they finished top eight. Were they? That was, that was that was seventh, yeah. Yeah, seventh, so they, they would have made though, the yeah. playoffs anyway. It well, yeah, because they ended up playing Memphis, who was second. Yeah. Would have been a tough scene if, they, if they'd made the play in and then knocked out. Um, and then gone all in. Yeah. I'd, we haven't seen the two uber bigs work in a long time. I'm trying to even, like, Davis, I'm, I'm Davis about, Cousins was, like... That they, sort they of worked. But they were Davis talented is enough, so, but not. But Davis is so much better defensively at the four than what Towns is probably going to be. Well, I think at that point, Cousins and Davis better than Cat and Gobert. Oh, well, yeah. That, well, Davis is better than... Like, that version of Davis was better than... Well, Davis is the best player of the four. Yeah. Even still, somehow. And Cousins <laughs> had enough talent to bring it, like, the level up. Yeah. But I, I think my worry is, like, is Cat quick enough to defend fours? Especially when he's got to play against like Durant, Giannis. Well, yeah, like out in space mainly. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's going to be terrible, but it's probably going to limit his. That's where that's where they're going to miss Vandy. Well, yeah, exactly. Like Vanderbilt just did not give a shit about anything but defending, right? And I suppose that's where they hope that maybe McDaniel's can play up. Because obviously they're taking the like. People have pointed it out, but this is a very big vote of confidence in McDaniel's. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. This just leaves <laughs> me. With, this leaves me with more questions. The, the this deal. Like they got rid of a lot of, like, eh, right? Like Beasley. Sure, but they got a, they got rid of a lot in general. Yeah, yeah. It's, they I didn't mean, even get well, the thing is they traded for Rudy Gobert. They, they even get anything else. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) Not even looks like a token random other dude just to fill it out. They didn't even get like a minimum deal of a guy. It's like, okay, I can see him playing like 10 minutes again. None of that. No, I'll look at the jazz. Look at the jazz roster and who they should have traded. Oh, hang on. I misclicked. How did like, they didn't get like Clarkson. Maybe that's a bit valuable. Yeah. Too much. But like they didn't get Clarkson. Um, Isn't Nikhil's on the jazz? Yeah. Um, That's the bouquet. Rudy Gay. I, don't, I, I mean, the Jazz roster isn't that great either, if we're being honest. No, but at least someone, something. H- half of their roster is this trade. <laughs> there are better players still that they could have thrown in absolute cheap, right? That yeah, uh, I, be- I don't better players the, than they could sign for. I don't imagine the Jazz would be particularly high on the keel either, right? Maybe they are. Well, yeah, but what they must be. Or well, we're completely uh, extrapolating here, but yeah. Well, know. I mean, you'd assume so. He's on like a minimum. Well, five mil. It's the last year of his rookie deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because I'm looking at like, oh, maybe they could have gotten Balmara. Oh wait, no, that part of that trade. <laughs> <laughs> they had him. Well, I don't think they're. I think they're probably a better top end team now. The t- Wolves, like again, the players they gave up whatever but the sheer volume like yeah it's the issue is the price well they're, they're probably better than the jazz now but i'm saying like are they better than the top end that the jazz were and i don't i don't, I don't know i don't think so no and, and like it, it all at, rests on edwards oh yeah but i'm looking at the the ladder now from last year 
and I'm looking at the West going, so the Wolves won 46 games last year. I wouldn't say this puts them above the Nuggets. I wouldn't say this puts them above the Mavs. Well, I think that the Nuggets are going to, well, at least regular season wins-wise, they're probably going to get a big bump when they get the guys back. Yeah, like the Nuggets won 48 without Murray and without, every, without everyone. Like it was just Jokic and guys. Yeah. Stuff. But yeah, like they'll get Murray back, they'll get Porter Jr. back, and then they'll be sweet. Um, and then, yeah, they, they, I mean, the Jazz will fall. Yeah. The Clippers, you'd assume Kawhi's back. They've well, got, at, the, at the very least, Paul George is going to play more. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers, ugh, who knows? Who, who knows? <laughs> but, like, I, I don't see the Wolves climbing any more than, like, a spot. Yeah, well, it's already congested. It's... Yeah. Like, they won 46 games, and I think they probably overachieved a bit. Well, they were comfortably 10 games above. Oh, well, oh, yes, sorry. It's skewed. Oh, four games above. Yeah, of course, I forgot the Pelicans won the Stupid playing. <laughs> Damn playing. <laughs> but like, I was still com- four games is very comfortable for if you're the seventh seed. Yeah. Um, but I don't think like, this doesn't put them above anyone except the Jazz that finished above them. Yeah. Well, does it get it to, it, does it get them to 50? I don't know. Because there's a lot of circumstances as well, right? Because like the Blazers were just, Dame wasn't playing. They're going to win more games. The Lakers are probably like it's hard to imagine them being much worse. Like I think the Blazers have gotten better when you consider like just they what they went through last year. Like they've got that's what I mean. Like Dame is going to play. Um, Who they trade for again? Besides Grant, oh, they just brought back their guys. That's right. Simon Simon's will play more minutes. Um, Nurkic, I think the Kings are will play, but it's still the Kings. So who knows? Yeah. Depending on if the Lakers move Russ for anything, that might improve them. Obviously, the, the Pelicans themselves. The Pelicans, I think, are the big movers. They're going to jump. Yeah. They might win 50. They'll get Actually, signed. Maybe, on. maybe that's a lot. Maybe 45. Yeah. Because they, yeah, I think I, uh, in my latest antisocial basketball newsletter, um, the one of the questions, I say one of the questions, the question I got for that one was, you know, realistic expectations for the Pels. And I said, well, they won 36 games. Their win-loss line was 38 and a half, I think, last year. Yeah. I'd imagine their line would probably be around 41 or 42 this year. What was their win percentage with McCollum? I'd imagine Uh, it was substantially higher than that. Oh, yeah. Well, they started like two and... Well, they started, yeah, terribly. Yeah. My point is, I imagine their line will be like in the low 40s, and I'd probably take the over on that pretty... Happily, Mm. Um, because they get Zion a full year of CJ and Ingram. They get Daniels coming in. They've just got a bunch of playable guys. Like their entire roster could play like 10 minutes a night Mm. uh, at minimum. Like even a bunch of wings like Herb Jones, Murphy, Najee Marshall. The the dude I don't like on there is Devontae Graham. There were eight and six with McCollum to finish the year. Is that all? Oh wait, no. Sorry, you got traded earlier. Games. Yeah. No, actually, it might not, might not have been that good. I think it ends up being like thirteen or thirteen. Yeah, five hundred. I mean, better than what they were. So yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think the Pelicans probably win. I'd probably bet them forty. Yeah, forty-six or so. 
because you know the Spurs will go down, the Jazz will go down. Um, I've shut the standings. Good work, great radio. This. So, yeah, well, I guess the Thunder and Rockets will probably win the sort of same twenty twenty five ish. Yeah, I think the Spurs will be down there. The Jazz evented like a bit of a soft rebuild. Yeah, they might still end up being like 500. Yeah. Like if they keep Donovan, then there's no way they're going to tank. Yeah. But yeah, like it's a it's a big move and a big price for marginal improvement in a very congested Western Conference. Yeah. Like 10 players, effectively. Yeah. Sorry, 11. Seventh graders. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, 10. Five picks, five players. Bloody hell. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about KD now? I do want to talk about KD. But I thought we'd be talking about KD at the beginning. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep the people waiting. Uh. I'll probably just listen to this in like, like double speed. Um, What's going on with the Jazz? <laughs> lead us in what's your opening statement I find this all hilarious (laughs) a hundred odd games one playoff series win and he's out he's done the the Nets in general the Nets have moved heaven and earth to get this together and then it's just the guys have gone no I'm good it was three years right technically he was on three years and they played about two games of full strength (laughs) well I I love that Kyrie is like we're running it back brothers and then (laughs) (laughs) KD's like, ah, I'm good. Did you see Kyrie's like cryptic, you know, like, oh, people, like it's easy to be a follower, like like leaders shape the world. Like you're accepting $37 million. I don't think this this isn't some like (laughs) enlightening, tough decision, like management principles 101. It's just, in in fairness, the Nets have kind of done this themselves. They've, They've let these dudes just, yeah, well, they haven't. There's been no rain, but it's also like... Well, oh, we don't really have a coach. It's also the dudes themselves. Yeah. It's Kyrie and Harden and what, I guess to an extent Simmons as well. KD, it's, uh, I guess it's happened before with KD, but it, to me it was a little bit unexpected. I would have assumed they all leave and then KD sort of stays there and honestly plays better by himself. Because um, the probably the best version of KD at the Nets was the series against the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. When he played by himself and he was like the best yeah. player in the world for seven games. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably the highest level anybody played in that year other than like Giannis in the finals. And like, <laughs> it, that was like absurd. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's why I said it's like, I just find it funny because it's like, they all decided like, yeah, we're going to do this, whatever. And then they like never play together. And they just decide, now we're, we're good. We're going to go elsewhere. Hey, KD, don't you regret not coming to the Knicks? I don't know. It's... <laughs> um, what was going to say? It's so funny. Hilarious as well that Ben Simmons is never going to play with He had the opportunity to play with them. They're like, nah, we're good. Well, that, we're that, that, that's what year. I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Like, they, the Nets posted that thing of Ben Simmons like in, like working out. And then KD saw that. He's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> But then it's like, like Katie's requested the trade, right? Yeah. I love the people that like, oh, why? Do, and he's nominated, you know, who did he nominate? Miami and Phoenix. Yeah. 
Oh, the, 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 the two, two top teams. <laughs> That's such a, well, he did it before, right? He he got uh, he left and he went to the greatest team in NBA history. Yeah, he's got form. But it's like people that go, oh, they shouldn't care like what he nominates. Like I'd trade him to Orlando for like whatever. Like, what? He's not going to play. <laughs> he's not going to play. And also, Orlando wouldn't do that. Orlando wouldn't do it, yeah, because he's not going to play. But it's also like, when was the last time you've seen a superstar request a trade and nominate his like preferred places and the team just sack them off and send them to like Siberia? It never happens. Yeah. Like the NBA is like 90% reputation and relationships. That's, that's why this is such an odd thing with Durant. It's... He... I know people call him like weak and whatever. Cause he like, he gets involved in it a bit. I think it's also like for as much as that, it's also the hardest era to play in the NBA more than any, like the, you know, the old timers that are like, Oh, the game's gone soft and whatever. Like they never had to deal with this to this level. I, lo- I love the people that go like that call him a weak front runner for joining the Warriors. Like, like where's the parody? Like, it's not his job to ensure parody in the league. Yeah. He's just trying to win. Um, yeah. And it was the thing like, it may I mean, not- you, you can hate it. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, like I, I disliked, I disliked it. it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it have. It's fine. Um, it was a a bringing together of outlandish events that made it possible. Also, um, it's not yeah. like yeah, like it. it, it, it although I guess it's going to be paralleled coming up, but it's like it's not like it gets repeatable. Yeah, um, year over year, but yeah, it's. Um, Back to what I was sort of saying with Durant, it's like, yeah, I know people call him weak and whatever, and there is there is an element of that, and it, I, I guess, but also, yeah, in the same token, it's the, literally the hardest era ever to play in the NBA, and because the game is so, the game is played on the basketball court, and then the game is played twenty four hours a day online. <laughs> So, I mean, there is no off season anymore because this is all happening. Nobody's nobody's taking a shot. Nobody's picking up a basketball, and this is all happening. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, I think Durant is is he legacy obsessed? I don't know. It's like he's well, got if his he's legacy set obsessed, then this isn't great. <laughs> like well, that's what constant... I'm saying. Like, he, well, the thing is, he's 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 nominated the two teams that he feels like he can get a ring at. So it's yeah. like that's the when it, you know I, I want to win whatever, and he's in that he has he's so good that he has the ability to do that and choose where he wants to play and, and whatever. It's Kevin freaking Durant, you know. It's, um, as I was talking about earlier with Beal, it's like well, you know, there's 30 teams with 30 maxes. I might as well just take my money. Kevin Durant doesn't need to worry about that. He will get a max anywhere. He gets injured, he'll get it. Whatever he can play anywhere he wants. Yeah. Um, but it's like, like, yeah, like you were saying, this also simultaneously hurts it because it's like, well, he just changed teams every time. And what people sort of rag on LeBron for, this is Durant doing it to an even more extent now. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like, I don't really care about that stuff, to be honest, whatever. Um, I feel it's disappointing if he ends up like in the Suns because the league hit an awesome level of parity last couple of years with, yes, there are like quote unquote super teams, but it seems like enough is sort of, it's shaken out that each team is a contender. And I don't think we've had as many contenders yeah. across the league as we've had in a long time. Uh, I mean, you say that, but does him going to the Suns really like that? They'll have to give up a lot for him. I wouldn't say it guarantees them. Like, you know, obviously with Brooklyn's situation right now with, you know, their yeah. lack of picks, they're not going to want to rebuild. They're going to want to get 
you know, the absolute max value. So like you'd assume it starts with Aiton, right? Yep. I don't know who else the Suns would give up, but you know, like there's been talk of bridges, but I don't know, like they obviously won't want to, but. um, Well, I think the thing is, is that it's Kevin Durant. Yeah. And if you put Kevin Durant, Chris Paul and Booker, you should be good enough on pure talent alone to make it to the second round of the playoffs. And then from there, that's where other things come into play. But I'm looking at their roster. Like maybe they offer Cam Johnson. Um, He's the sort of guy you really want. If you get Durant, you're going to need him. Yeah. The the Suns have a bunch of like those lower guys who are very useful, like your your Shamets, your Campaign, Johnson, Craig. Well, that's, and they're going to sign the, by virtue of getting Durant and sort of making way for him, you're going to get those decent players on the mid deals. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Saraj is coming back as well. So, you know, he's useful. They get, Maybe like, he's the one that goes they, to the Nets. Yeah, they've got a Kogi coming in. Because they've been like... Damian <laughs> Lee, apparently. They've been so good without Saraj. Yeah. Um, I missed the Damian Lee news. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> I guess the, the sort of same thing applies if he ends up in the heat, at the heat. It's like somebody, somebody's got to give. Yeah. But to be honest, that's probably a better... Like the Suns are a better team, but... They they have the Heat probably have more capital to ex, to expend getting Durant. Well, so the team might look better. Look, Let me look at the Heat. I mean, yeah, you'd think Duncan's out. Um, do they have more capital? But I'd imagine they'd be sending God. Like it probably has to be one of Bamba Jimmy, maybe. I guess then, yeah, maybe they do have less. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm looking at their roster, and it's a bunch of dudes, and then like the three big dogs at the top. So, yeah. And they obviously they can't trade all depot. No. Um, or Deadman. Maybe, maybe they. Gabe Vincent would probably go. Max Struss. Yeah. Struss probably goes. Robinson, I think, would go. Hero, I don't know. He probably he probably would. I think he would. But he's not. He's not. Oh, he's on nothing though. That's the issue. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking with Phoenix, like they can offer their eight and signs for what, like twenty. Yeah. What to be honest, whatever to fit the. Yeah. So Bridges is on twenty one, right? Yeah. Durant, uh, what's Durant on? Fifty. Yeah, probably high forties. Durant's, uh, he only earns 42 this year, 43. So pretty much Aiton and Bridges is enough. So maybe they don't give up Bridges. Maybe they can get away with like Aiton, Saric, and I don't know, Crowder. That would be insane. Oh, yeah. If, 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 you, if, you, can, if you can keep Bridges with Durant. Yeah. Like that, that seems cheap. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, we, in the business, we call that a quarter go bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I just, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Durant's conceivably going to get a, a worse return than Gobert. Durant's going to get like the worst return than like anybody. Oh, well, well, he's going to get like a Dejounte Brogdon return more than a Gobert. That's what we call lithium ion power in a trimmer. <laughs> yes, it is insane. Um, I I like the idea of Durant going to the Raptors purely because Kyrie can't go there. <laughs> 
just to ensure he doesn't follow him. Like, no, get away. Never has to play him if he doesn't want to, because he'd only have to. You'd only have to sit like one road game. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, get... that, that's a good segue, I guess, into Kyrie, right? Yeah. I don't know. This Lake, makes it everything in this. It's all confounding. I, Lake, I, do, not, I do not understand the league. <laughs> Lakers? This league. I just, I mean, it makes sense, but it's like, what? Aren't these bridges burned? Like, and then that means that Westbrook would have to go somewhere to like to, to the Nets, but then it's Westbrook and Simmons. And then it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what. Um, have you seen the reporting of how the Nets want to include Harris, but the Lakers would prefer? Seth? What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Take either. It doesn't matter. I think that's what it was. I might have that wrong. Hang on. Let me... Joe Harris. Seth. Yeah, they, they prefer... Well, again, reported. They The Lakers would prefer um, Seth Curry included over Joe Harris. Like Harris is the better player, right? I know he's injured, why, but why, why don't the Lakers want? They don't want to win. They, <laughs> they, they, I think, fell, I think they the... fell us backwards into a title. This team, I swear to God. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't. Th- I don't see how the Lakers can afford to be picky of all teams right exactly. now. Exactly, they won thirty-three games. <laughs> With LeBron and Anthony Davis. Well, the thing is, LeBron's not getting better. Unfortunately, he's not getting better. And he's probably he's going to play less. He's not getting worse. Well, we don't know that. Eventually, I mean, God forbid, he's probably the player that it's least applicable to of all time. But there is going to be a wall eventually. Father time is undefeated. Yeah, it might it may happen when he's like 40. But like, we're, we're inching closer. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's almost assumed he's just going to hold out until his son enters the league, right? Then he's out. Yeah, and that's that's about that time, isn't it? When he's like 39, 40? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just found it so funny that the Lakers like, oh, no, no, we no, hang on, no, we have the leverage here. We draw the line at Joe Harris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. It's... Like, ha- Harris is on a bigger deal, obviously, but like... Yeah, who cares? cares? <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. And like, but also on the Nets side... Right. I'm looking at like uh, Harris is signed through till the end of 24, whereas Seth's a free agent. I don't know if Seth re-signs, so I don't see why they're worried about including him either. But if the Nets are imploding, they shouldn't care who they have. They've just got to get rid of everybody and then see what they're doing. I don't, like, just ex- you got to accept that you're probably not going to be good this year. Basically, you're going to be. The team that you, the shell of the team you had, and then you're going to have a couple of guys that you get back in trades from the big ones, and then like conceivably they're going to have, have like... to sit. Then you're already using this year as like judging where Ben Simmons is at after not playing for forever. Yeah, like this year is already done, and it's they haven't even nearly started. Like the the league year started like a week ago, and it's you, it's probably probably already over for the Nets. <laughs> oh, just... Yeah, like they they they, they traded for Royce O'Neal, which was odd. They <laughs> Resigned Patty as noted, Mills. it was odd. Yeah, they got Paddy Mills an extra year. Yeah, that was. I I thought he might bounce, sort of see see the writing on the wall and go. But that, I guess I, that's, I that's, that's, that's not that's what, not the sort of person he is, though. No, but that's what I, I thought he was like when he opted out. Obviously, it was kind of agreed that he'd get the same or a slight pay rise, but an extra year. Yeah, but um, 
A, he wasn't great last year. <laughs> and B, I think, yeah, he was like, Mills being the guy he is, like would have seen just the clown show from the inside and just gone, nah. Yeah. I'm out. Maybe he's so. staying for Ben, I don't know. Um, Maybe. Like he, there, there, were, there would have been that money on the table from any contender. The yeah. Suns, the hell, the Bucks probably would have given him the Ingles money. Yeah. Um, Celtics certainly well maybe there would have been less money there but like couldn't have blamed him if he showed up there yeah and they also got Claxton back for two years 20 mil which I mean yeah, Fine. yeah. I mean it's going to be odd if they get eight but I mean at this point it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't yeah I think the bigger issue was losing Bruce Brown for nothing <laughs> I mean, the, again, this is all very all, the, all their issues started when they used to have a ton of talent, and then it's just all their issues started when they happened to be in New York and players, good players, wanted to play there. It was when their issues started. Yeah, this is some very granular chat. I've, <laughs> I've said the word granular too many times today. Do you have any more takes about KD or the any of this before we wrap up? I mean, yeah, not particularly. I mean, I think it'll be the Suns. Because I'm just, I'm projecting forward. Like the Nets conceivably have a lineup of, you know, Simmons and Russ and Aiden. <laughs> they got to re... Where do they reroute Westbrook though? I don't know. Back to the Wizards. <laughs> who? I, I, who? Kuzma? I, I mean, that, hold on. Kuzma was good last. Kuzma was very good last. I know, year. but I'm saying like... <laughs> Kuzma is too good to be traded for Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go Bear. <laughs> Russell for, for Westbrook. Russell for Russ. Um, Maybe they... Donovan? No, I don't know. <laughs> Which in Westbrook in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was... Where was, just, the, where was the arena that he got the fan kicked out? That was Philadelphia, wasn't it? I like how you... Just, I like the just assumption the just that the it one. was Utah. Yeah, but it's just the one time as well that he got kicked out. <laughs> I can't think of it. I mean, it always happens, but like, I don't know. I can't think of well, the Is Westbrook an expiring this year? Is he going to just get bought out? No, I'm thinking... I mean, how can you buy out 40-odd million? I don't know how that works. I mean, you can, but it's very expensive. Yeah. Way uh, stretched until the end of time. <laughs> well, if he was stretched, it would be until 2098. <laughs> so he's an expiring this year. So one a million dollars a year for 47 years. <laughs> Russ Vanilla. <laughs> that was oh, the, that was uh, the other day, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of July. Yeah. Um. So the stretch provision, I'm pretty sure, is twice the amount of time left plus one. So it's only three years. Ah. Oh. That's a shame. So it'd be three years, but it'd be like 16 million a year for three years. Double Hartenstein. <laughs> that's, that's how I, you no, know, that's, how... that's full Hartenstein total. The full oh, heart. Yeah. The, the, the full heart. You know how in the office when they're in the bus and Kevin can only do maths in terms of pies? Yeah. This is, I can only do maths in terms of Hartenstein's. <laughs> if, it's, if it's divisible or times by eight, I, I can do it. Well, Russ is earning six Hartensteins this year. I like how I'm looking at his thing. I like how he's got four. T- he's had a different team each year on this deal. <laughs> and he probably will have a different one for 22-23. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. That is odd. 
wonder if that's ever happened before. The, the hilarious thing about it is that when he signed it, and it was around that sort of time when people, when I mean, the people that follow the league collectively in general were like, how the hell are these $40 million a year contracts going to get traded? And well, every year is the answer. <laughs> I, well, and it's just going to keep going up as well. Well, I think the uh, yeah, well, the fact that the salary cap sort of scales with it. Yeah, but that's what that, I mean. Like, does help the, somewhat, the numbers but there is going to get, it's going to be like 60 million soon. There, there is a growing dispersion between the top end and and like the mid level, though. Yeah, like it's still and it's been like it's been five to eight million for the last couple of years, whereas the top guys go from earning thirty five to fifty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't tell you where Westbrook's going to be playing. I, I think there's a decent chance he won't be playing, and he's just going to get paid. This is like a John Wall thing. Yeah, but that uh, yeah, that's what I thought. But also, like, I'm thinking. You know, one year left in his deal, maybe a, a terrible team just, you know, goes, you know what? Screw it. If you give us a bunch of assets, we'll take it on. The Knicks. Well, sticking the Pistons. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you wouldn't want that. Do that to yourself. <laughs> well, number zero is now taken. So, who's number zero? Uh, Jalen Duran. There you go. Maybe he gives the, the rookie gives his number up. Because as soon as people saw that he was number zero, the, the flashbacks like, no, not a center wearing zero, please. <laughs> um, okay, before we go, I do have one listener question that came in while we were recording uh, from Maddie Brad Stevens, Executive of the Year. Sure, it's going to be Danny Ainge at the moment. Uh, I mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> or who? who uh, is, absolute who robbery. Is the, who is the? In name only, who is the Utah Jazz general manager? Oh, Zanuck. It's still Zanuck. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, copy him. Has to be uh, Stevens then. No, I mean, Stevens obviously done very well. Oh, well, but he's also like, he hasn't had to do as much. No, he got given a very good situation. Yeah. Whereas the, the Jazz thing is, yeah, that's like, that's the Nets level deal. Yeah, I mean, who else could possibly be in that very, like, far too early race? Well, I guess, yeah, it's those two. Um, I mean, if you, like... Maury, I guess. For what, though? Melton? And PJ Tucker. I don't love the Tucker deal. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at it, it depends what lens you look at it, right? But, you know, Troy Weaver. Yeah, man, who's the... uh... Is it who is the Hawks general manager? Is it uh, wait? No, it's, hold on. it's Landry Fields. It is Landry Fields. Well done. He is one for one. <laughs> Landry Fields is going to get it. I'm, I'm on the campaign trail there. Like, he was only playing a few years ago, wasn't he? I I it's, like it's, it's, a, it's longer than you think, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's longer than you think, but he's had a very quick rise as well. Wasn't he next to Jeremy Lin during Lin Sanity? Yeah, he was part of that team. Yeah, because he was drafted 2010. I feel like he didn't actually play that long. He played two years in New York and three in Toronto, but he only played. He was injured a lot. Yeah, he played 82 games in his first year. 66. Geez, that first year was good. Yeah, 82 games first year, 66, then in Toronto, 51, 30, and 26. Yeah. Yeah, he just kept, yeah. Oh, torn labor in the hip. Yeah, oof. And then 2016 was a scout for the Spurs. But it's like, hang on, 
Landry and teammate Jeremy Lin were selected to play for Team Shaq in the 2012 NBA All-Star Rising Stars Challenge. And he also won the Shooting Stars Comp when that was still a thing for Team New York. Who was on that team? Be like... Uh, 2012, it was Landry like Fields. Starks or something. Cappy Pondexter for the WNBA and Alan Houston. Oh, yeah. Detroit has won it twice. The only is that the the um is that Billups? No, Lambier. Oh, Bill, oh, one year. Sorry, first year Billups, Swin Cash, and Lambier. And then oh nine, it was Aaron Aflalo, Katie Smith, and Bill Lambier. Okay, Milwaukee can't even like get. They're not even eligible. Well, well, Detroit's the well, it doesn't exist anymore. But the Detroit is it shock. Yeah. They're now the Tulsa Shock? No, they were the, they went to Tulsa and then oh, they okay. went to yeah. now they're in now it's the Dallas is oh, the Wings. wings. Or, or, yeah. yeah. That's them. Because yeah, Jade and Ivy's mum played for the shock. So I don't know if you saw. Yeah, we're, we're into the weeds now. Um the Pistons, the press conference for the draft picks. They were talking about like the connections to the city. Yeah. For, for both guys. And that, so Arn Tellum's up there and he's talking about. You know, Jalen Duran, you're from Philadelphia, like Rashid and uh, Rip Hamilton and uh, what's his name? Chuck Daly. So like just, you know, very, very tenuous connection. <laughs> it's the weakest. <laughs> but it was mainly just to make him feel like there was something there because then then they move on to Jaden Ivey and it's like his grandfather played for the Lions. His oh, geez. Dad, yeah, his dad is from Detroit and played high school ball in Detroit. His mum played for the shock and then they gave him jerseys of all three of those. Like they presented him with the three jerseys of his Lions grandfather, his dad's high school and his, the shock one. Yeah. And it's like this whole thing. And then Duran's just sitting there like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I looked into Ivy. I can't believe he didn't go to Notre Dame. What an absolute traitor. What, what a dog. I know. What a dog. <laughs> Imagine doing that. Like I understand why, but still, it's like it is funny. It's yeah, it's it's, it's objectively funny. And anyway. to go to to go to an in-state rival as well, <laughs> absolutely yeah. spat in the face. Yeah. Anyway, we've been talking far too long. We have. Uh, any closing remarks? Uh, Pro- promotions, no. maybe. No, I'm good. I'm good. We'll see. We'll see you soon for an F1 episode. I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. No, still holding out for the darts one, but you know. <laughs> well, if you can put together a scope of works, I'm sure we can <laughs> put together a prospectus for the. Uh... Yes, <laughs> submit a proposal on my desk Monday morning. <laughs> um, other than that, yes, you can find the podcast on Spotify, uh, other places. What is it? Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud. If you're a crack addict. Um, beyondthefence.com.au antisocial basketball newsletter uh, beyond t fence on twitter and other than that uh, we'll see you next time <laughs>